Today's show is brought to you by Banana Bag, a clinically proven vitamin and dehydration therapy formulated by a pharmacist as a treatment of dehydration and fatigue. Visit bananabag.org slash WATP and use the promo code WATP for 25% off your purchase. I, being the mature man that I am, episode four. Are you a boner guy? Oh, I was a boner guy. You know what? I miss penis. What are you talking about? What a dick. I'm the one who should apologize. By the way, for those people that are in the back, remember to shut the fuck up. Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Slapperoony. It's showtime. W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Hello, welcome to Cuzaroos. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show that teaches you how to fight with a flashlight. I'm your host, Carl. With me today, a man who just got the internet from the POS Podcast. It's Pat Oates. Yeah, I can finally talk to you. It's nice. <laughs> welcome back to the show, Pat. This is exciting. Thanks, man. Please go to whoarethese.com and get our email address, voicemail number, link to the subreddit, link to our Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and that link to Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. And you can watch the show unedited live or anytime thereafter. Next week, we are going to do, easy for you to say, part 17. Part 17 yeah, of Easy for You to finale. Say. Stutter, no, I, we're going to get two more episodes. Oh, <laughs> you of think so? I think so. <laughs> All right. What do we got? Four more chapters to go in John's autobiography? Yeah, but they're like a page a piece. So, All right, well, yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it I, out. I was thinking we'd just play it. All right. Yeah, we could do that too. That'd be a lot easier for prep for me. <laughs> we encourage our listeners go ahead and give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts and then shit all over us in the comment section. Today, we'll be reviewing a show called Cancelled with Tana Mojo. This was a suggestion from someone in our Discord server. We have both listened separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. The show hosted by Tana Mojo and Brooke Schofield. And I did some research on Tana. Uh, Lucy Tightbox knew about Tana. I was proud of her. She knew some YouTuber lore, which was cool. So there's this thing called VidCon. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, VidCon is the convention that Vito canceled on me to go to. Okay. When Vito Giswaldi, yes. we had it set up that he was going to come on the show. And he's like, oh, Carl, I can't go. I got to go to VidCon. <laughs> okay. And so she wasn't invited to VidCon one year, like in 2018 or something. Yeah, so she got snubbed. She and, got snubbed. And decided to throw her own party. like So she to decided it. to do TanaCon yeah. at this other hotel. In, I think it's in L.A. where they did this. Yeah. You know anything about this, Pat? Yeah, it was in L.A. She had problems with the VidCon beforehand anyway. So she tried to get other big time YouTubers that were also about to get canceled to be at her thing. But she did though. She got some pretty big names. Right. But Shane Dawson basically got canceled shortly after. Yeah. Bella Thorne became a huge whore like five minutes later. Like everyone she booked <laughs> became horrible a minute later. <laughs> so you're saying that she's like the Queen Midas of YouTube. But she's everything the age she touches. Of YouTube. Okay, that's yeah, what she okay, is. That probably makes more sense. Yes. And Queen Midas. So she started this thing. She tried to do this thing called TanaCon. And I watched a, a doc on it. Basically, what happened was she oversold this event. I mean, she's very popular. I'll give her credit. She sold over 5,000 tickets yeah. for a venue that holds 3,000 people. And they were not prepared. They didn't have any food. They didn't have anything. And so everyone just stood outside in the parking lot for five hours. It got sunburned. And then they canceled yeah, it. Yeah, she didn't to go sell home. tickets. Okay, how, they did, were how did that work? free. Right. 
And then at the end, they announced, oh, if you want to actually get in, it's $74. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It was, <laughs> I believe the tickets were $1, so basically yes. free. And yeah. then the VIP meet and greet was $75. Right. It's like, well, that's the only people that we're going to let in. And the sunburn was free. <laughs> the sunburn was free. Yes, yes correct. And you got a bag with a condom in it, and that was it. <laughs> so that is what I guess Tana's known for now. She started up a podcast with her friend Brooke. And I picked out a specific episode for a specific reason. Yeah, fuck Matt you. Rife. You know Matt Rife, Pat? Oh, wait, maybe I watched a different episode when you, you probably, sent to me. Oh, yeah. Because I had did. one with a super gay man named Ari. Okay. I know Matt Rife. I actually know Matt Rife. This is Matt a super Rife's gay guy. man. You've, named you've actually Brett met Rife. Matt Rife? Yes, before he got huge, I worked with Matt, but Matt's a good guy. But Oh, okay. Well, then you're not going to like what I have to say about no, this. No, no, so. no. But I, but I also love your humor, so go. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, 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 don't All stop. All right. Tana explains the show is called Canceled. And so Tana, brilliant person that she is, she's not, called her show canceled so that when you Google her name and canceled, her podcast shows up. I should actually call my show Carla's Gay. (laughs) Holy shit, I didn't just think about this now. Damn it. All right, we'll start a new spinoff show. Yeah, yeah, we need the new Pat Oates Gangbang is coming out soon, guys. (laughs) Yeah, Pat Oates Dick Pick is the name of his new show. So many. Everyone's searching for that. So apparently, Matt Reif had a similar idea with his uh, first stand-up special that he put out. Someone was telling me the other day that when they look up, like, they were trying to actually look up, like, things I've been canceled for. But when they look up Tana Canceled, the only thing that comes up is the podcast That's instead genius. of all my... And I didn't... I'm not smart enough to think of that. Like, that was not... That's that was just, like, a my, convenient accident. That's what I did for my first special, OnlyFans. I labeled it OnlyFans because I knew so many people were Googling if I had an OnlyFans. So it Googling. drove all the traffic to the special. I guess gay guys are... Who's Googling if Matt Reif has an OnlyFans. A million women. You think so? That's all his audience is, man. Yeah, but women don't. Well, maybe they do. I don't know. What they do. do. They're horny as fuck. If you watch this show, yeah. these are the horniest women I've ever met. Yes, correct. Yeah. So <laughs> Matt Rife's whole thing, because we actually reviewed him with Whitney Cummings, and they all Oof. they do is talk about how hot they both are. Yeah. Like that's yeah. their whole thing. They're, they're pretending to be humble, but they're obviously not. They're just like, I know, I'm a fucking smoke show. I can't help it. That's, that's all people want to talk about. It's how hot I am all the time. <laughs> it's so insane. Matt might be a bit of an airhead. I, I know he's a very famous comic. He does very, very well. He's selling out theaters a year in advance, and uh, he says some really dumb things like this. It's like the world is full of the most insane people in the entire world. And- <laughs> Did you know that's- that, Pat? <laughs> The whole world is full the of people from the world. Full of the most insane people <laughs> in the world. Mental illness can literally drive you insane. I remember I started this by saying he was a nice guy, not a smart guy, <laughs> you know, I know. not I a scientist. You. I heard you. Not a <laughs> scientist. Yeah. Matt yeah. Reif, not a scientist. Show title. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about how dumb everyone is on this show. They uh, they talk <laughs> about this. Uh, I think it's a restaurant or something. Medieval times. And uh, this is pretty dumb. Have you ever been to Medieval Times? One time, yeah. It's kind of it's kind of awesome. I, I need to try it. the mutton. What the? Fuck I'm trying to rebrand. Wait, what is the mutton? <laughs> like Tana's the big... rebranding. Dude, gun to my head. The what animal is mutton? I'm dying every is time. It a, is it an animal? I think it's a sheep. I think <laughs> it's the. Is it it's a like, sheep? It's like the stick. I've never heard the, the word mutton. Yeah, what's a mutton? I've heard, I know like mutton chops, like like the sideburns the kind of chop? things. Oh. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> So far, so good. Very early on in this episode, they're all confused about what's going on. I got to try the mutton. Is that an animal? Is that a lollipop? What are we talking about? The hairstyle? 
what is button? So they even asked the producers. They seem confused. <laughs> no one really knows. Thankfully, we do get an answer about what what is mutton. Imagine, I you guys have to have horse. the gigantic turkey legs and use those as a microphone that's the entire the time. That's, what that's, a that's, no, that's a mutton? No, that's a turkey leg. No, that's a... <laughs> <laughs> Show off. <laughs> All right, so man, it's smart. <laughs> you know the turkey leg? You mean mutton? No, no. <laughs> turkey leg. <laughs> but he did it in a much nicer way than we would have. You oh, stupid yeah. bitch. <laughs> it's turkey. No shit. And they talk about how difficult it was to get Matt on the show. And they seem so unprepared to talk to him. I don't know that they do any prep for this show at all, but I do know that they sell out theaters. They they do live shows. Mm, yeah. I was um, perhaps looking at some Instagram pages and things. We'll see that in a little bit. And I couldn't help but notice that these these women are very popular. The show canceled. Do you, you think, think it's... Oh, they're huge. You think it's awkward yeah. when it says canceled on the marquee? Uh, yeah, canceled, <laughs> sold out. Huh? <laughs> Which comes first. <laughs> it's a bit odd. So they're out there touring. Matt's out there touring. Now, this Brooke, the, the co-host, well, we're going to focus on quite a bit on this show. Yeah. Uh, Pat, what do you think about Brooke? If I have to choose one of the two, I'm a Brooke fan more, but they both suck. Well, I, I will tell you, I'm in love with Brooke. <laughs> She's a smoke show. No, She's without so a doubt, you watch the older one, she is too. But the more and more she talks, you're like, ah, just don't do that. Well, yeah, no, women should never talk. That's always a bad That's always a bad That's our policy. That, yeah. that's that why. was not my bumper sticker, but okay. Do you know what? Do you know why I like Instagram out of the TikTok? There's just photos. You don't know what they're thinking. You don't know what they're about to say. It's fine. You're good. So they're talking about these tours they're going on, and Matt is going to Australia. Matt is 27 years old. Brooke is 26 years old, and she's taken back by the fact that Matt, an American, has yet to go to Australia. I mean, I honestly don't even know a lot of people who have been to Australia personally. Maybe I'm crazy. It's a pretty far away fucking place. But she's blown away by this. Yeah. Not only do I get to go to Australia in January, uh, which I've never been. You've never life. been to Australia? Never been. You went into outer space. You. Sure. You've never been? Just, I just love the person like, you've never been to Australia? Where the fucking world do you live in? Like, well, yeah, it's not really a place that people just like happened to stumble yeah, upon. It was only yeah. cool in the 80s. Right. Like, it was a big wave for it for a little bit with koalas and Paul Hogan, and that was it. Nobody cares. <laughs> no, you hear that, Australia? Nobody that, cares. Bitch. <laughs> Shrimp on a Barbie, whatever. Yeah, whatever. I could do that at home. <laughs> I do that without getting out of the airplane. Does she think it's somewhere else? Maybe. Probably, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> she probably thinks it's Canada or something. Really? <laughs> you never got up there just for a day trip or something? It's fun. Yeah. yeah. It's a good weekend. Okay, so Matt Reif, what he does, and we've talked about this on Who Are These Socials. We've documented this quite a bit with Blind Mike. Matt likes to put out video clips of his stand-up, but he doesn't want to burn his material, so it's all crowd work stuff. So Matt's become famous for his crowd work stuff. And that's a double-edged sword because now people come to the shows and they think, oh, I'm going to yell stuff out and I'm going to have a back and forth with Matt Reif just like he's famous for. And spoiler, comics don't like that. <laughs> comics are trying to get through their fucking sets. Shut the fuck up, laugh when appropriate. Otherwise, keep your table talk to a minimum, as they say. But these people do not understand that 
Tana thinks that heckling is a good thing. Best in the heckling world. on ten, which you obviously live for, kind of. Right? Do you like it or you don't like it? I don't like it. That's not part of the show. People really think that's like the thing to do at the show, which is insane. Wait, so you don't like when people just start yelling things in the middle of your act? What, what do you mean? I thought that was what you were famous for. Is <laughs> I mean, he's not the greatest comic, but he has an act to get through. <laughs> right, he's got jokes. He wrote yeah. jokes for the show. He's like, oh, okay. You understand? I have this conversation with people all the time. They really, because of these video clips, they really do feel like they're helping. Yeah. They're going to be part of the video. They, they don't, we don't have an act. We're just waiting for them to yell cool shit. There was a doc on Netflix. I don't know if you ever saw it about heckling. It might have been called heckling. I can't remember what it was called. I think so. Uh, but it was specifically about that, where people in the audience think they're helping the comic, and it's they're just interviewing comic after comic, going, "Please don't do that. We really don't yeah. want you yelling at us. That's not a good thing." Even sometimes people heckle because they think that you suck. Yeah. But oh, more times than not, people heckle because they like the comic, and it's like, "Well, you're not on your couch right now. You can't just start right. yelling." It's not a TV. But most like crowd that. work is conver- is is observational, not conversational. You don't want to have a conversation because a drunk might win. Also, if they don't like you yet, you're fucked. It's a lot of weirdness <laughs> to go with. The drunk might win. The story of Panos. <laughs> yeah, it, it happens more times. A lot of those clips happen because the drunk has that one crazy thing to say, and the audience is so thrown off by it that yep. you can't follow that drunken guy. <laughs> That's funny. If you have to heckle, it should be like a super chat where you have to give money. <laughs> Interesting. That would be awesome. <laughs> there... Too many words. Give me three more dollars, please. <laughs> yeah. I was on The Dick Show a year ago or something like that, and they had a guest on who has a comedy club in L.A. In fact, I think they just did The Biggest Problem in the Universe at that same comedy club. I'm forgetting the name of it. But his big idea, he was talking about this on the the show, his big idea was you're going to have a live stream of the comedy show and you can go on Twitter or some type of social media and be interacting in real time. It'll come up on the video boards at the comedy club. You're at home tweeting at him and i go that's the worst idea i've ever heard in my life that's the last thing you want to do is have to interact with everyone while yeah. you're trying to do a fucking comedy tons show. of randos just... yeah he's got to respond to fucking people heckling you on twitter and i told the guy that he's just like oh i don't know it's i think it'd be pretty cool okay you that's go what first zoom tried to do during covid they tried to some places tried to have heckler like do not do this it's, yeah. it's ridiculous yeah well, well zoom comedy was yeah. probably the worst thing that happened during the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> worse forget, than the virus. Yeah, forget about yeah. grandma and grandpa. Hey, they had a life. Yeah. They, they're fine. They had a good run. The fucking Zoom comedy shows. Holy the shit. Worst. Never forget. Never forget. <laughs> Never forget. I played Fauci. <laughs> okay. So they're talking about hacklers here. And this is what Matt Reif tries to compare it to which isn't a terrible comparison but i just want to show you how bad at spontaneous comedy matt is because he tries to make a joke here and it's just it's more just a stating a fact i can't remember who we were talking about but recently i was pointing this out where someone just yells out something that they know about a subject it might have been tower gang someone just yelled out something they knew about a a subject they're just like well that's funny because yeah you do that thing this is another example of that. You wouldn't go to a concert. You wouldn't go to like, you wouldn't go see Hamilton on Broadway <laughs> in the middle of his speech. So be like, hey, 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 roast me real quick. You'd be like, bitch, shut up. Thomas Jefferson is black. Okay. Can we just enjoy what the show is? Bitch, shut up. Oh. Thomas Jefferson is black. <laughs> Hamilton is Hispanic. The jokes keep Here's getting the, sad, <laughs> the sadder part of that is I've seen a couple other interviews with him. 
and he's told this story in that <laughs> phrase before. Uh, oh, no. So he brings this around with him. I didn't realize that till just now. <laughs> oh, no. I thought that was just a spontaneous no, off the cuff that thing. No, that was a prep Johnny Carson. Like, I'm, ba- I'm real mad at that right now. But I've heard him say that before. Oh, no. That's Except for the worse. bitch part. He didn't call them bitch. <laughs> That's way worse than I thought it was. I'm glad that Pat yeah. is here to school us on that. Now, Pat, <laughs> you're a stand-up comic. And what I love is when you get a stand-up on a show who explains to us simpletons how comedy works, how their craft <laughs> evolves, how they're able to formulate these jokes. The process. The jocularity, the process. Oh, yeah, the, of yeah, it all. the process is big, dude. The oh, process. Yeah. Oh, so Matt Reif is all over that. But it's like, it's one of those things that a lot of the time only comics will know this. I can do the same set 20 times because I'm working on making that same show the best it can be so like i'm fine-tuning little tiny idiosyncrasy things like you could watch me do the same set 20 times in a row and you might not notice a single difference that each time yeah. i'm changing the inflection on one word yeah. in the entire bit to get it perfect for the exactly it's mm-hmm. probably so minuscule you and the audience members probably have no idea whatsoever yeah. oh, us civilians have no idea <laughs> changing the craft He's changing the emphasis on uh, that one little word there. He's got some only child theater kid vibes going. Doesn't man. he? Oh, Jesus Christ. But he also just explained to two women who get five million views for being pretty how to make things better. They're like, <laughs> fuck you. We also do that. It's called a <laughs> yeah. podcast every week. Yeah, it's called a push a bra. I'm, I'm very yeah. familiar <laughs> with how to make things better and get more eyeballs on stuff. So high waisted jeans. <laughs> yeah, so speaking <laughs> of how hot everyone is, mm-hmm. Matt. Loves talking about how he is. It's one of his yeah. go-to things. Everyone wants to talk to him about how he is. And I guess he did this thing. It was called, he calls it glow up. I We've talked about Matt a, a, for a number of times here. I don't remember him ever talking about this. Mm-mm. Apparently, he's been doing comedy for 10 years. He started when he was 17. Okay. Yeah. And when he started, he wasn't hot. Did you know that, Pat? Did you know when he wasn't hot? He started hot? with Ralphie May, who also wasn't hot. Ralphie May is a smoke show. What are you talking about? Ralphie used to bring that young boy around, which is really? wild in itself. That's, that is interesting. <laughs> yeah. There's a little bit of an age gap there, I would say. So, thigh gap. Let's talk about... There's no thigh gap. <laughs> let's talk about how this all changed for Matt and how hot he is now. As you, you also... You accredit trauma to kind of your sense of humor yeah. and whatever, but you also talk about your glow up a lot. Which I just became aware of because I was asking people to ask you questions. Everyone's like, "How about talk about his glow up?" It's brutal. It's it's it was life changing, and even I Were you don't a little understand. Ugo? It. Yes, up until like not even that long ago. If what you look you at do? pictures of me at like nineteen, completely look different looking person. Did you go to like Doctor Huff Sapien down the street? Literally like, not happened? a single fucking thing. I just kept getting older, I guess. Really? And it's so <laughs> funny. It. The only thing I've ever done is my teeth. I got I got veneers, obviously, because yeah. my teeth were fucked when yeah. I was a kid. <laughs> But it's so... Oh, you can fix your teeth? <laughs> well, how come no one's ever told me this before? You're allowed to do that? I uh, kept getting older, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I just aged into my uh, my amazing face and body, I guess. I don't know. Like every day, I got older. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got veneers, obviously, because yeah. my teeth were fucked when yeah. I was a kid. 
<laughs> but it's so fucking funny to me. Like, it's people's number one, like, online insult is like, well, at least I don't have plastic surgery. It's like, cool, neither do I. Yeah. I've had people who, like, claim to be actual plastic surgeons and be like, oh, no, he's had this, he's had this filler, he's had all this. I'm like, cool. That's nice. So you're not only lying, but you're wrong at your job. And they're, But they're also yeah. kind of gassing you. you know yeah, I mean? I'm like, thanks. Like, some people pay yeah, for this. Honest, That's so like, crazy. You're saying you look like the after. I'm about to Aww. go in and show pick of Mount Rife and be like, give me that cheek filler. You're welcome. You know what I mean? For a guy who talks for a living, holy shit. You're wrong you're, at your job. You're wrong at your job. You're not just lying. You're also wrong at your job. Wrong well, it's one at your job. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of interesting. Say that to a cop when he pulls you over. <laughs> hey, mister, <laughs> you're wrong at your job. Officer, <laughs> you're very wrong at your job right now. <laughs> I don't know if you realize that. So, By the way, how many people Googled Matt Reif as a boy while watching this? <laughs> Matt Ripe 19. That's not my Google history. Anyone can check it. I will open up my Google history. Well, okay, Matt Ripe, not, not hot boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he brings up fillers. And so then Brooke starts talking about how she's had her lips filled. And I guess so has Tana. So this gets into some really interesting information. Tana is fucking brilliant, I have to say. I do think kissing a girl with lip filler feels different than kissing a girl without lip filler. You can, like, feel it. Yeah. I would imagine. If her lips are bigger. Yeah. Yeah. That's how physics work. <laughs> I would imagine you'd feel that. Yeah. So, pretty good observation. I could make a racist joke here, but I won't. <laughs> you just you know, did. You know, I, I feel like um, going down on the girl who has a dick is different than going down on the girl who has a pussy. Yeah, it's you noticeable. Know? The, yeah, the dick almost gets in the way of the pussy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Honey, you can go fuck yourself. But she didn't. She didn't, she didn't even say that as a fact. She goes, "I feel like yeah. it's different." Yeah, she I wasn't know, confident like, in that. I feel like maybe it's a little different. <laughs> so then they go on to talk more about uh, lip filler and. Uh, Apparently, there's a rule about that I didn't know about. Forget one of the first times I got lip filler, I sucked dick that night, and it was just like there was like an indent, there was like a dick print. Like, for well, like they tell while. you, they specifically tell you not to do it. They tell you not to yeah. suck any dick afterwards. Yeah. I had to do it for the because it's like it, it moves around. It's still soft for a while. <laughs> so wait a second. You're telling me you get some DSLs, and the oh. first rule is you can't suck dick. That's the whole point. I'm out. <laughs> They don't tell you that. <laughs> That's not they the might word things a certain way. They're not saying, hey, before you go, don't suck dick till Tuesday. All right. We're all set with the procedure. Were you putting on licking balls tonight? Because, uh, no? Okay, good. I don't have to go through the spiel then with you. I was. <laughs> did, ben, did you say your daughter's a fan of uh, Tana? My daughter, who's old, you know, 21. I'm, I'm an old man. But like, sure. when she was younger, she would watch this pot and. I guess supposedly, I asked her today, I called her, I said, do you know this person? And she goes, oh my God, she's the best. I'm like, I can't be watching the same person. But I guess all people <laughs> my daughter's age think this girl is so real. Because no one is? else talks about real shit like sucking dick after lip balm, whatever. So like, <laughs> they all think that she's not phony like the rest. And that they like that she's a train wreck. I see. Like that's that's the oh, whole okay. thing. They watch her because she will say fucked up. She's like a Jake or Logan Paul where they know she's going to fuck up, but she's famous. So they watch for the train wreck. God, what a great gig that is. Why do you watch the yeah. show? Because he's going to fuck up. Like oh, all the pressure's yeah, off. Because she's going to get canceled <laughs> and she sucks. <laughs> I wish. God damn it. Again, I should have planned this whole thing out differently. Rather than goofing on shitty podcasts, I should have just been the shittiest podcast. Mm. 
No pressure yeah, at you all. You already do that. You already goof on Ray DeVito, so it's the same <laughs> fucking point. thing. Yeah, yeah. Right. it could only be one. That's that, all yeah. right. You're right. Someone's already filling that role. I can't. <laughs> yeah. I can't possibly be worse than that. So when he gets lip filler, it's gonna be nuts. <laughs> oh man, when he's when he's S and D's on his uh, stream, watch out. Um, Ray Lip Vito is going to be great. Yeah, Ugh. write that down, producer Chris. Uh, I got to text Ray after this, give him that idea for his show. Okay, <laughs> I don't mind. I share. You know, if there's a good idea, it's a good idea. You're very generous. I am very generous like that. I was Ray, here to help. Hi, yeah. Ray. Pat Oates and I were both going to suck D's on our show, and then we decided, you know what? This is a Ray Devito thing. What <laughs> yeah. you doing? <laughs> oh, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bo- so, what's his show called? Bottoms up. Now it changed. Whatever. <laughs> Bottoms yeah, up. That's oh, great. it's yeah, presenting. Bottom. My bad. It's rock bottom. bottom. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'm glad that you think, or your daughter thinks, that Tana is so real because nothing is more real than bringing up a celebrity and then just kissing her ass up and down and talking about how amazing she is in every single way i was just watching you on whitney cummings you did oh, really I love good her. Well, thank you it. a lot of people thought there was tension like sexual tension yeah no she's just so lovely she actually called me this morning I actually she is i would literally i would she do so anything hot. to be with her like she is like i'm in love with her i think it's, yeah. it's getting... she's so sweet and she's so funny and she's everything and what i love about her is like she as she said, one of the things I love about her is like she's not only is she, is she wildly successful and a woman, but like she's also like she's also she hot. Like she's very she's very attractive, which is yeah. not only frowned upon for comedy in general, but like mm-hmm. as a girl especially. Like what, like female comics get shit on all the time for like you have to dress down. Nobody's gonna think you're funny if they also like want to fuck you. Okay, time out. First off, yeah. Winnie Cummings is just not that hot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't I don't know if she used to be or what, but she's not. No, but can we stop pretending that being attractive is not an advantage to everything in life? <laughs> Oh gosh, no no one likes a, a attractive lady. No one wants that happening at a comedy club. What are you talking about? What do you mean? He also said the first two things he loves about her is that she's successful and a woman. Yeah. Like that's not any personality trait whatsoever. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? That's you're right. That's actually insulting. Just yeah. being like, you know what's great about her? She's five eight. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> I mean, I she guess. has tits and she does good stuff. That's great. <laughs> what are the chances? <laughs> It's like her and Nancy Pelosi. It's yeah, like I don't know a lot of people like her. She's a, she's a woman. She makes her own paychecks. It's crazy. Uh, can't believe and she's hot. Going on. She's hot. <laughs> well, he goes on. The, the uh, ass kissing does not stop there. And the fact that she has accomplished so much while being so hot. Yeah. It's like and she's kind so of a pioneer. Has she always been hot or was she, did she have like a girl? I think she's, I think she's been, been hot for a long time. Her and Eliza yeah. Schlesinger are her. both phenomenal comics oh and God, like very attractive. All right, shut up. He just said she's a pioneer. He just said a license licensure is funny. Wendy Cummings is a pioneer. And there's like, there's no attractive female comics. Forget about Nikki Glaser and Sarah Silverman and Esther Koo and Amy Schumer 12 years ago. Forget about all those people. Whitney Cummings is the pioneer of attractive comics. And she's older than she's ever been. With the 12 year old disclaimer, that was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, you can go back to Betty White and Lucille Ball, and I mean, there's there's a lot of women who are attractive in comedy. It seems yeah, they were doughy. So <laughs> they were doughy. back then, everybody was doughy. Oh, you like you wouldn't hit a 35 year old Betty White with a car. I hate oh. Betty White like so much. I was so happy when she died. But that's a different show. That's a but, spicy like, hot take right there. <laughs> wow. Because like, every Wait, white woman's what? like, she's brilliant. She's not brilliant. She's stupid. Have you seen her on Match Game, Pat? 
Yeah, I it dropped was the bike. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, yeah. so now we've learned that Whitney Cummings is amazing because she's uh, so hot, but also so funny. And so poor Matt has this similar issue as Whitney. We, we actually documented this. We reviewed that show of Whitney and, and Matt talking about how hot they are, how difficult that is to go through life being so hot, training people to laugh, and all they want to do is bang you. And so Matt is upset. He's, he's constantly being sexualized. Uh, do you ever feel um, do oppressed, you feel- sexualized? <laughs> yeah, it's super fucking annoying. <laughs> I have people yell out at shows all the time. It's like 70% of shows, somebody, no, I would say 90% of shows, s- girls will yell out, like, take your shirt off, take your pants off, take your belt off, do the one-handed belt thing from TikTok, all what? that okay. shit. How did you get yourself into that? Like, what? where did that start? There was a bit in my last special, Matthew Stephen Reif, now on YouTube, um, that oh, okay. it's where I, I take my belt. Actually, I, I think I just posted a TikTok of that clip today. So he's all upset about this, because we, we, we've heard him talk about this before. He takes his belt off with one hand, and like yeah. now he gets that requested. The ladies love it. And he goes, yeah, I know. It's a dumb thing I did on the internet. And now everyone... Oh, I posted on TikTok today. Wait, <laughs> wait what? Yeah, if you want something to go away. <laughs> yeah, he's still posting this shit. He's just like, oh, it sucks. I go to these different cities every night. And these young, attractive girls just want to suck my dick. It's... Ugh. It's, <laughs> it's just too much. I just can't stand it. <laughs> Listen to my jokes, people. Know your audience. He's telling two girls who every day everyone watches because they want to fuck them. Like, there's no yes. other reason to watch this show. Correct. So, like, yeah, that's how we wake up with people yelling, I want to fuck you. Like, that's it. Well, it's funny you say that because right after that, Brooke acts like that's not what's going on with her. <laughs> I would enjoy it if, like, people were sexualizing me that much, I feel like. I'd be like, oh, my God, me? <laughs> You're in luck. Okay. Yeah. Guess, <laughs> what right. I, guess what I'm doing right now. Tell you, tell you what, Brooke. <laughs> let's check out her uh, Instagram here. Let's see what she's up to. Uh-huh. Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Why isn't it just her show? What, what are yeah. we doing? <laughs> Dude, thank you. When I saw Tana on here, I'm like, get the fuck out of the way. Yeah. Brooke is here. <laughs> what, are, what are we doing? Wow. When, when, when was your glow up? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm glowing up right now. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Dude, this is insane. Um, you guys just want to just look at more photos of her for a little while? Yeah. All right, let's do that. <laughs> wow. Okay. Too much clothes, but all right. Too, uh, too much clothes. You can wear a bikini <laughs> and you can see almost all of her boobs. Too much this clothes. is just like when Opie's on the beach. It's the same, <laughs> same thing. <laughs> this is the woman who just said, geez, I wish people would sexualize me. Yeah. I yeah. wish people were into me for being sexy. <laughs> yeah, what are the comments say so smart yeah. <laughs> put some pants on can you tutor me in algebra <laughs> show me your bobs and vagine that's all it says that's all that's all this is oh my god what okay this is the question that i so pat we used to do this thing you know how you rate a girl one to ten that's right. antiquated now plus producer yes. chris is bad-headed gives, <laughs> gives the wrong answer all the time three so here's yeah right so i have a new thing how much money would you pay for her OnlyFans? So m- monthly cost, and you can cancel after a month. You know, I'm not, <laughs> this isn't an annual investment. No free trial. No free trial, no okay. seven-day nothing. All okay. of a sudden, Brooke Schofield comes out, and she says, okay, I have an OnlyFans. Oh, and uh, you definitely see her asshole. That's the other thing. Like some of these so I'm, see, I'm like, seeing everything, kit and caboodle. Every, everything. Getting it all. Okay. <laughs> everything. So this is the new thing that we say. How much money would you pay to be on her OnlyFans? I'll go first if you want. Yeah, go ahead. I want to I want scale. $3,000? Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. What do you think, Pat? Now, 
Here's the problem. For $3,000, I'm getting a month. Even a month, I'll get a little tired. If you said I get a day, yeah. I'm going $10,000. But, <laughs> but if I get a month, I'll probably go with you about $3,000. I'd still pay it. You know what I mean? I would go higher if I only got one day at okay, it. That, that's a good month, point. you got to catch me at the right time. Yeah. There are certain right. times of day, I'm just like, nah. I'm, After I'm a good. week, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's it's like, I want to look at her tits, but Stuttering John mumbled. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I've got all these things to do. <laughs> You know what, Suttering John, we'll talk about your mumbling another time, my friend. <laughs> He'll still be mumbling. <laughs> it's all good. I'd put it in her ass skull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's combine the two. How do we figure out a don't, way? Don't. Please nobody put John's head on her right now. Please no one do that and then share it everywhere, please. Yes, let's let's not hold this for people yeah. to use. Stuttering Brook is a thing that has to happen. <laughs> wow. Jesus Christ. Should we just yeah. stop the show now, or do you want to keep no, going? Let's just we do this all a moment of silence for an hour and just... <laughs> okay, let's get back to the show. So, they're talking about Matt Reif's penis. Okay. All right. Don't get to say that right now. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I got to change topics or else we're all going to... Yeah, we got other things to talk off about. the screen. <laughs> okay, so they're talking about Matt's penis, and this is really weird because they're talking about how you would plan to have your dick pic be released on the internet? All right, <laughs> the problem we all have. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm saving when the when the when the dick pic finally does get released, it's going to be strategically timed. Thank God. Absolutely, absolutely. Are you planning a leak so that to get ahead of no? Things I, maybe? I think I'm just waiting for when I actually do get canceled, so I can be like, listen, guys. I, I, it's just I write a giant apology on the photo, but it's just over my dick pic the entire Honestly, time. Honestly, kind Brilliant. of fucking genius. I'm not gonna lie. I would always have that in my back pocket if I was a guy. Like, oh, if, like, I have a bad scandal, at least I can divert with Yeah, it. but what if you had, like, a little chode? <laughs> what the fuck are they talking about? Yeah. You know, so, a guy yeah. can have it easy, because if they do something crazy, they can just post their dick on the internet, and <laughs> it's all forgotten. No. So, wait, if Louis C.K. just had a dick pic, yeah. that would have helped? Yeah. Uh, apparently, Chris <laughs> Talia just should have fucking whipped out his cock during his podcast. And yeah. Their whole care. problem was their dick. <laughs> right. You can't. It's not going to fix the problem. It's not like alcohol. If Pee Wee Herman had a dick pic, it would have been easy sailing. Tana is a moron and should probably wear a bra, I should point out, too. But Tana's a fucking moron going just, if I was a guy, I would have my dick pic just ready to go, just posted it. All over the internet. Okay, well, that'll solve all the problems. There well, I disagree with the bra part, though. Really? I mean, that, that, because Brooke, the other one's so hot, she becomes more attainable. Like, by looking oh. like that, I'm like, this is the one I can relate to more. Okay, so what you're saying is when you go to a strip club, you want to hit on the server. I don't go to a strip club because I'm cheap. But Right, but if, if you were. If, if I went to a party and they were sitting there, I know Brooke's not going to talk to me. But if I'm nice to saggy tits, then she might talk to me. <laughs> That's making some good points here. Well, I wouldn't introduce yourself that way. Hey, saggy tits. My name's Pat Owens. <laughs> um, you're not a start. comic. Carl, let me explain comedy to you for a minute. No. <laughs> All right. So now we're going to talk about if Tana had a dick, hmm. what oh, she would do. And I agree with this. This is a good move. If I had a dick, would you let me fuck you? Like, if I woke up tomorrow with a dick? Yeah. Just so I could know. Really? But but would I know it's you, or would it be like... Yeah, no, no, no. No, you know, it's everything about her, but she just has a dick. No, because at that point, I could just let you fuck me with, like, a strap on. No, but that's not as physical of a connection. Oh, right. She wants to enter you on a spiritual level. I would let you do it, if you wanted to. Would you pull out? I would let you do it. 
No. Oh no. My God. No, but not to get you pregnant. Like, take the plan B, duh. But I just want to know. I just want to know what that feels like. Could you imagine you getting me pregnant? Imagine and the mental kid. illness that oh my god i think our kid would just come out the womb and kill itself <laughs> yeah. No, yeah no worries free abortion honestly kind of crazy wow i wonder if that's ever happened you wonder if a kid's ever been born and then committed suicide immediately <laughs> you wonder if that's ever happened it hasn't I mean, with the cord <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't cut that just yet <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Conversation got dumber and dumber. Yeah, I'm ready to like, you know, because I'm pulling the clips, so I'm ready to be like, all right, here's what I said. Oh no, here's what. Oh no, no, no. Jesus Christ, what did they just say? Oh, she became so much hotter when she knew she had mental illness. crazy like that's the first thing she said oh yeah. mental illness yeah yeah well that's all the rage now with the 20 somethings everything's about their mental health and they're mentally ill yeah but she she got it right the rest of them don't care. like she's nuts that's true <laughs> that's a good point so apparently if she had a dick she would fuck brooke i have a dick i would fuck brooke makes mm-hmm. sense to me if but she you... had a dick i'd watch her fuck brooke <laughs> yeah right <laughs> for sure <laughs> but what's crazy there is that she talks about I'm going to come inside you, but, you know, you can plan B it, obviously. <laughs> and I didn't realize that plan B was just the go-to thing. But in yeah. in Tana's world, because Tana is obviously a whore, this is the mm-hmm. whole thing. When do, when, when do things start to get dicey for women having kids? When does that start to kick in? I don't know. I'm I think definitely infertile. Like I'm definitely infertile by now. You think you so? I mean, actually, I don't know. It's just like... What have I taken more of in life? Vitamins or Plan B? Like, you know what I mean? Mm. It's, it's, yeah, you're not it's, supposed to take more than one system. Plan B a year, and she takes a year. You're not supposed yeah. to take a more year? than one. It, it fucks your body up so bad. Okay, then pretty much everyone I know is infertile. Then. <laughs> okay, so her and all her whore friends are doing nothing but yeah. taking Plan Bs. They're popping like they're Plan B twelves. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Flintstone every morning. Yeah, they're just human cannolis getting filled up every two fucking <laughs> seconds. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> nobody's pulling out of these bitches right (laughs) i mean i know they're saggy but you still come on them well i guess it's because they know these women have so much money that they can afford it like you used the old school way was you come in and then you find a staircase but like you can't do that now so you gotta it's frowned upon staircase b (laughs) right (laughs) okay now we're going to talk about tana just wants to settle down she wants to get married and she's looking for a specific type of guy. After right after this conversation, by the way, is that when she said this? <laughs> it was actually before. I'm I'm okay. skipping around a little. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. It's all part yeah, of the same conversation. Right. It's like I want like a like a finance bro energy. Like I want like a sexy, sexy rich man. And it's like and I'm walking around like, why don't they want me? There's like buffalo sauce down my fucking hoodie. Like it's just bad. And I'm trying and just everything I say is just you know what I mean? The, the, the cooking of it all. Like, I just want, I, I want to wholesomeify myself. The reason why you're not getting the rich dude is because you're sitting next to Brooke. Okay. You're going to get Pat Oates if you're hanging out with Brooke. You're not going to get the, yeah. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> you're not going to get the rich, successful guy when your friend next to you is way, way hotter than you. Every, this is the rule that every girl knows. Get a fat friend. That's how you get hotter guys who are more successful in life. You surround yourself with fatties. 
This and is- she mentioned wings on the episode I watched from a year ago. They Brooke actually ordered Buffalo Wild Wings during the podcast, and they ate and chewed it during the podcast. Oh. That's how you get the and, successful guy. And Brooke had to ask, "What is this?" And then Tana goes, "That's mustard." She goes, "Ooh, like that was part of the episode I watched." <laughs> Fascinating stuff. Well, I'm not surprised by that because as I was researching these women, of course they've done things with Trisha Paytas. Of course, they're Trisha Paytas adjacent because everyone on, on YouTube has to be for some reason. And, of course, Trisha is famous because she eats fast food in her car, yeah. stuffs her fat pig face. It's hard not to be <laughs> adjacent to someone that large. That's true. We're all adjacent <laughs> to Trisha some way or another. What else happened in the episode that you checked out, Pat? Because I, I – you know, the problem with me sometimes, and I maybe I need to revisit Tana – is I see a guest that I hate, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch this one. And then right. I focus all in on Matt Reif, and I forget that I'm reviewing Tanner. The one I saw from a year ago, they were introducing, they have this gay friend who my daughter told me is a big part of their world now, this guy Ari, who who used to not be gay and wanted to fuck both of them and could have fucked Brooke. Time out. And Brooke Time wanted out. to fuck him. Used to not be gay. That's not how that works. You know, just right. like one day, just like, you know what? I'm not getting laid. Maybe guys will fuck me. <laughs> no, that was the thing. Then, that, now he just fucks hot couples. So oh. the woman and the man are hot. And he's this ugly Jewish guy with weird curly hair. But he's so gay that they all think he's fantastic, that thing. So so they all just, like, fuck this unicorn. And he hangs out with them. Write and that he just, down. Act so gay that girls want to fuck you. That's yeah, a really good idea. It's so crazy. But that's his whole thing he's sharing. And I'm, like, taking notes. Like, all right, get more gay. You know? Get more and gay. And he just talks, to, he talks down to both of them and shits on them. And they love it. Oh, I got to check this one out, then. An ugly yeah, it's, gay it's, guy. What the, it was called Who Got Peed On. That was the name of the episode. Oh, oh, that classic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> on a very special cancel. I never got to that part. Tana Mojo. <laughs> Who got peed on? All right. Guys, I think it's time for our... Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. We actually played this on the Creep Off bonus show yesterday. Vinny brought this over. But I wanted to play it again. Because our buddy, Jim Norton, got married. Very big deal. Do you know about this, Pat? I saw uh, something on Instagram, I think. Yeah. So so Jimmy got married. And uh, he, he has this video out with him and his his wife. The newlyweds. If this is acting, it's brilliant. I do not think this is acting. I think this is real. And Pat, maybe you can tell me what your thoughts are. I'm just going to go ahead and say, I don't know if this marriage is going to go well for these two kids based on what I'm seeing here. And I love Jimmy, but this does not look good. I'm reporting. Okay. Just hold around me for a second. Nick, please. Give me one second. Like, this is literally why women don't get dressed up for their husband. Literally, because they don't fucking care. That's not true. Like, ladies, I get it. Men don't fucking care. That's not true. They really don't in the end of the day. That's bullshit. They really don't give a shit. Nick. This is real. I didn't script this video. I know it's not a scripted video. They just literally don't give a shit. You look great. I just walked in. I had an issue. They don't care. You're wearing a jacket. Men don't give a fuck. That's not true. A fur jacket? Wouldn't you like this fur you jacket? You very nice. I'm not saying you don't. It's just zero recognition. Ladies, I get it. Uh, ladies, when your husband has a kiss poster. No, perfect example. Kiss poster, like you don't have 90 of those. It was a, Literally. Wouldn't that annoy you? You have one Norwegian girlfriend. Wife. Wife. 
Exactly. <laughs> Give me that phone. No. Right now. No. Give it to me. No. Well, I wish them all the best. <laughs> By the way. What? I just want to point out to all the women out there, you dress for each other. We all know this. Guys don't know. What, I mean, if you're wearing something skimpy and you look good in it, great. But we're really not that interested in where it came from, who designed it, what material it's made out of. No, just the results. <laughs> don't give a fuck. I want to see what it looks like on the, on the floor. Yep. That, that'll be nice. That'll be an interesting treat for us. But Now, why isn't that called mansplaining? Because <laughs> yeah. that guy was telling women what they should think. <laughs> That's a good point. You're right. Yeah. Ladies, uh... am I right? Like, I don't know, sir. Maybe you are. <laughs> no, good I luck to you two. I, I, good luck to both of them. I have a bonus for us on this cringe of the week. Ryan Rebulkin found this guy named Vern, and he does a show called uh, Cinema Recall. This guy seems like a character. We might have to uh, look into him. A little bit more based on what I've seen so far. I am your host, The Vern, uh, not joined by my co-host, Ashley Yurok, because she has kids and she does a lot of work on her farm. Uh, there should be a whole episode about Ashley on her farm. It would be absolutely great. They'll love it. Um, but I'm here. I'm The Vern. And uh, with me is a very special guest I have with us in the studio. We have Mr. Brian Abrams, who wrote the book, You Talking to Me, which I'm holding here, mirror-wise, so it sounds like, oi, nalata, oh, it's me, but yes, it's the book, You Talking to Me. Brian, welcome to the show, buddy. Hello, thanks for having me. How you doing? This is so, this is so cool. At what point does this author realize he's booked a very bad appearance? 30 seconds ago. Yeah, he's going to get <laughs> he, zero He tries to do this. the fake freezing up thing. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Popak. Yeah. This has 16 you views. you know Ashley booked him. That's what happened. <laughs> yes. Ashley booked him. Right. And then Ashley couldn't be there for it. Because of her lies. This guy looks less human than Tukey. Yeah. Is that a, that's a real person. <laughs> doing great. Um, so this whole book is all about famous movie lines and the history of them, um, how they were conceived either through the script writing process. Sometimes it was done on set with the actors. Uh, just real briefly, um, what what got you into movies? Is this I still mean, Jim Norton? What really got you into movies? <laughs> yeah, this is Jim's new character. <laughs> it's guy. me, Jim Cinema. <laughs> Talk about movies. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, Vern is uh, an interesting. The Vern, not Vern. The, the Vern, Vern. Yes, the Vern is an interesting character. Tukey's um, so much better than him, by the way. Like so much better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you might be right, but I don't know. I've watched a lot of Tukey. I haven't watched enough of the Vern yet to know. He might uh, something might catch on. Guys, I want to thank our newest sponsor to the show. That's right. We talked about it. Bananabag.org is where you want to go. WATP is the promo code for 25% off. Basically what this is, it's a little packet of powder. You pour it into water. You drink the water. It rehydrates you. This is a hangover cure. Mm. Remember when Stuttering John went to Iowa and was admitted into the hospital for dehydration? Yes. Yeah. If he would have had this, he wouldn't have had to go to the hospital because it's basically like an IV bag. The, the ingredients in it, formulated by a pharmacist, and they sent this to me, so I've gotten to try it, and it really works. Because every now and again, I have more beverages than I should. 
<laughs> and then the next day, I'm like, oh, fuck, I have shit to do today. And sometimes it sneaks up on you. Oh, my nephew has another birthday party? Oh, okay. I'll go to that too then. What the fuck? That's where you get hammered? <laughs> no. I'm saying the next day. Oh, okay. Sorry. You ever go out after work and you're like, I'm just going to have a couple drinks. And then by midnight, 1 a.m., you're like, oh, shit, I got to work again tomorrow. That's not good. You drink one of these the night before. You drink another one the next day. And it is a miracle cure. It really does work. So I recommend it. Bananabag.org. Maybe I'll give you some to try out producer chris why do i have that look about me you do you look like you could use you uh, ever have a long day of the dudes payer calling your names and then you have to drink heavily oh my god on your I, should, porch. I should send this to john <laughs> <laughs> somebody pranked me they sent me I, I got something in the mail my home address but john melendez was the name on oh. it and it was two covid testing kits because apparently like those are free now again so you can just send them to anyone you want so Someone knew my address and put John Melendez on there. So <laughs> I was like, well, it could be anthrax. I might as well open it and find yeah. out. You know, what, what the fuck? Let's be surprised. Anyway, bananabag.org. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you want to go. No, anthrax free. Uh, no, no, there's no anthrax on that website. I can tell you that for sure. So, anthrax costs extra. <laughs> right. Yeah. If you want that shipped, bananabag.org. Slash WATP, that will automatically give you the WATP promo code or just use it at checkout. Get 25% off your first purchase of Banana Bag. Let me know what you guys think about it. They're a new sponsor of the show, and we really do appreciate their support because it brings us people Definitely like, not Bananahammock.com. That's a different ban- site. Not also, the other Completely thing, Completely different. The other thing, I think they're changing the packaging. It, it looks like... Yeah. <laughs> kind of looks like you're... Urine a little bit, but it's not. Yeah. It's like it's like what they give you when you're yeah. dehydrated at the hospital. But your the, branding is off. The branding needs a little work, and, and only because of this. The word banana's right. on it. That's not the flavor. And oh, a bag. Yeah, it doesn't taste like <laughs> banana. So if you don't like bananas, don't There's worry. There's two things wrong with nothing, that. Nothing about bananas yeah. in it at all. Yeah. If you're hungover, dick and balls. We can't call it that. Banana <laughs> bag. <laughs> it does have potassium. <laughs> Sodium, it's got plan B in it. Plan, plan B12. It's the old Tana banana. We're getting it together. <laughs> All right, guys, we're having too much fun. Let's bring the mood down. John Melendez has been putting out a lot of shows this week. We talked about it on Point Dabble Point last night on this very channel. If you want to go back and check that out, that's up on our YouTube page. Phil Elmore and Vinny Paulino getting into it. That was very interesting back and forth. And then I saw Vinny was on El Horrible today. He's making the media rounds all of a sudden. Vinny becomes friends with Stuttering John. And now he's the biggest get in the fucking Dabbleverse. <laughs> go figure. It's all it takes. So John on Thursday puts out a show. And he's fired up. He's shot out of a cannon to start things off. (laughs) He's very animated. He's moving his pillow around. And there is no sound. (laughs) No sound at all. And that goes on for quite a while until somebody lets him know that there is uh, there's no sound. So. John reads the chat, figures that out. By the way, he looks like hell. He needs a banana yeah. bag or something. He's he should grow his, his hair in again. Chugging his Mountain Dew. 
Yeah, he's got a young Pete Rose vibe going. He's not <laughs> a good look. Yeah. <laughs> All right. there Sorry you go. about that. Sorry about that. Uh, Must have hit the wrong button. <laughs> got my got my veggie tray here. <laughs> Keeping myself in top physical condition. Let's talk. Clearly. Him. Who's he lying to? You come back. This is going to be like when I visit my dad at the home. Uh, I got my remote here. He just just smelled a sliced cucumber. (laughs) How long has it been out? (laughs) (laughs) So, so Pat, no spoilers. This is going to come up later when you bring out Joey C. Oh, God damn it. Joey C and him? Yes, it gets worse. (laughs) Oh, wait, my internet's not working anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So... Apparently, John is very proud of himself for having a veggie tray because you could have just eaten food before the show started. Yeah. That's what yeah. I did today. I don't know about you, Chris. Were you planning on having anything delivered while yeah, we're here? I was going to make a segment out of it, but uh, okay. <laughs> that you're going to say a sandwich. So I think that he's trying to show off to us that he eats vegetables. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> we're supposed to be like, whoa. Look at this adult. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out. He must be in training. I got vegetable money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Okay. So this whole episode starts off. He's mad at Adam Hineker. Adam Hineker is the producer of Misery Loves Company. He's the guy who helps out Kevin Brennan. And in the past, when John went on Misery Loves Company, he has gotten to fights with Adam over emails that were sent right. or not sent, and then it turned out that John was an idiot and he had a different Adam he was looking at in his Maybe. email and didn't realize, and he apologized to him. So I thought that him and Adam had, you know, obviously made up. John was on MLC this past week. Well, apparently, John's very angry with Adam right now. Now, of course, we have to start from the beginning, and that is fuck you, Adam Henneke. Do yourself a favor, Adam. Shut the fuck up about me, okay? I'm going to play the clips. Don't worry. Do yourself a favor. Don't get involved. Stay out of it. You understand, Adam? Stay the fuck out of it. Whatever happened to this dabble verse is so toxic. I got to get myself out of it. John starts his show. Motherfucking the nicest guy that I've come across in all of these... uh, Different podcasting. Do you know Adam at all, Pat? Yeah, I've him. I've talked to him once through a thing. Sweetheart of a guy, like yeah. wonderful guy. It just seems like he kind of minds his own business, does his thing. Doesn't belong in this universe at all. It is a weird connection with Kevin Brennan because <laughs> after this, John goes on to say that Kevin Brennan's the most hated comic in New York. He goes, and that's a fact check. And he hasn't said that in a while, so I was excited about that. But he might be correct about that. Uh, we've talked about it quite a bit. Kevin Brennan is hated by almost all the comics. Vinny talks to a lot of comics who come into the comedy at the Carlson on his show, Carlson cast, and he'll talk to him off air about Kevin Brennan. They're all like, oh, I fucking hate that guy. Really well-known names that we would all know have all said, fuck Kevin Brennan. Now, Pat, have you had any experience with uh, Kevin specifically? No, I've I've only been on a podcast with him. One. I'm a huge fan of Kevin and Me his too. show and everything, yeah. but I know comics that know him, but the stories are from years ago. So you don't know what to believe. And also, those comics who told me those stories, they're kind of assholes, too. So I don't really know. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah, that, that is part of the problem right there. I mean, Kevin's whole vibe is he's the angry old man, get off my lawn. So if you're not ready for that, you think he's being rude, that's what Kevin is. Well, 
It is, but now, and I don't know if that was always his shtick or whatever it is, but now he's getting to a point where he really is alienating himself and the guests on his show are getting worse and worse. I, he, I don't, I don't want to tell Kevin how to live his life. It just seems like maybe he's doing some harm to his own brand and product the way that he's treating it. See, everyone. I was more of a fan before the whole Dabbleverse with Kevin got involved. I, I watched a lot then, yeah. but I like Kevin shitting on I would never go on. I've been asked to by other people, but I don't want to get shit on. But Why I not? love it's watching fun. him shit on all these people. So I don't th- I don't like when good guests are on with Kevin. I like when yeah, that's a good side point. players. That's a good a point. a lot of Kramers are coming in getting beat up. I like that. You're right. Ray DeVito is a better guest than someone that Kevin respects. Yeah, that guy who pulled his hair out and ate it and shit. That guy's great. Oh, I remember like, that. Yes. Yeah. I don't want that guy on my show or near me, but I want him with Kevin. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So it's, I forget who I was talking to. I was talking to someone just the other day about how Chad Zumach was great on MLC because Kevin used him just to shit on him the entire fucking time. And so I'd love to see Chad back. I mean, I know he was on MLC this past week with like a psychiatrist or something trying to analyze what his problems are. And Once weird. Chad became aware, it wasn't as good. True. Yes. It's not as good. Because now. when people told him you're being shit on, and he's like, oh, I'm being shit on, then it sucked. But when he didn't know and he thought it was a three-man team, <laughs> yeah, he really did. He thought, "Hey, we're the we're the best." You, me, Bob, eh, we're all so Kevin, great. Kevin, Bob beating up uh, and then doing it the most the subtle ways they did it to Chad was the greatest combination there was. I agree. That was a lot of fun. I missed those days. Yeah. All right, so John saw Patrick Melton calling out his kids. I can't. I don't think we've talked about it on this show yet. But if you go to Dabblers Anonymous, you'll see Patrick Melton just unleashed. Oh, and I love Patrick Bell. I watch I like him, him too. Yeah, all the, I love. I think he's brilliant. I he's, think he he's, does a great. He's job. great. My my only issue with uh, with nobody likes onions, it just takes so long. I I love the clips that I see when I tune in from time to time. I enjoy it, but I have a very different style. I like to move things along. He likes to make bring everything to a screeching halt. But all I the can time. put him on while I'm doing other shit. Right. Yes. I'm right, and I'm doing. I'm working out something in the background. Then when he gets into a certain thing, or it's Friday and he's super drunk, and I got home from a show and he's been out for four hours, I can catch the end part. So yeah. I like the trade right that he. I like that it's his own weird pace. No, for sure. And everyone's got their own style. He does a very good job with it. He's been doing it a very long time. So he called out John's trans kid and and the gay uh, daughter that John has. And uh, John <laughs> is you know obviously upset about this. Let me tell you something, Patrick Melton. This guy decides to go after my children. And I'm not talking just mildly. I'm talking blatantly. Just fucking, like, lays into them. Innocent kids. Didn't do anything to, didn't do anything to Patrick Melton. Not a one. They didn't do anything. But no. Patrick Melton decides to attack the innocent. Those who do not choose to be in front of the camera. So what do I do? Start getting emails and intel on Fatty Patty. Hey, you want to fucking play? Don't fuck with the Eagles if you don't know how to fly. Fatty Patty. I was wondering how he was going to finish that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. A couple of things going on here. First off, 
People talking about John's kids is what John wants. He is hoping for this. This is the thing that he loves to have happen because that gives him the moral high ground. And now he can say, you're bringing family into this. These kids didn't want to be famous. They just happen to have a super famous dad. Not there. And he's so fucking condescending about it, too. The fact that he's sitting there going, oh, well, I'm going to find out stuff about you now. Right. The, the door is open. So now <laughs> Intel. I can be the piece of shit everyone knows I am, but I have a reason. Yes. Right. He can't afford Intel. What is he talking about? He can't pay anybody off. No. Is, what we're going to discover here is that whoever's <laughs> telling John stuff about Patrick Mountain is also fucking with John. If there's, there's this crazy thing that happens in John's life. Every person he talks to is fucking with him all the time. Yeah. I don't know how you survive that way. I, I would lose my mind if I lived on It is like day. him and Kevin Brennan believe every person on the internet. Yes. It's wild to watch that. Oh, John will come on and say, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, how do you know that? Well, it was on Reddit. Like, what, was it on Reddit? Did you think so it was written by it not Patrick Melton. <laughs> <laughs> but this is John who wants so badly to be the victim. He can't wait for people to talk about his kids. And then Patrick takes the bait or whatever Patrick did. I, I, I don't know. He's got his own thing going on. He decides to really call out. John and his kids, which Anthony Cumia did about a year ago. And that was a lot of fun when he did it as well. So now John is going to start threatening him back. Patty, Patty, I'm not going to get into any more about the Rickster. Okay. But I will say, shut up. Simple as that. Two words. Shut up. That's it. Okay. And I'll leave it alone. I'll back off. I'll back off. Okay? That's my that's my agreement with you. If you breach that agreement, then I'll have the Rickster on my show. And the Rickster and I will have a very, very nice conversation about you and wife. And the things that go on behind closed doors at the Melton Adobe. (laughs) (laughs) What a ghoul. What a fucking ghoul this guy is. So he's playing that game. Opie loves to do this too. Oh, you want me to bring up such and such? Leave it alone. You're going to keep talking about my kids? You better leave it alone because I talked to this guy, Rick, and he knows some things and I'll say them. So watch out. And that threat is... Such a re- could you imagine if then Patrick Melton and I don't know Patrick Melton well he's been on the show before we've talked a few times I guarantee the way he's going to respond to this is not all right listen I'm not talking about John's kids anymore I didn't realize we he, have an agreement I didn't know he knew Rickster I didn't know this was all <laughs> yeah. to come out it's like, dude John you're not threatening anyone no one this is something that John would be scared of if people knew personal information about him. Which is why he uses it. Every time John uses a tactic, it's because he would fall for this. Agreed. But threatening to be an internet troll to a guy who's the mat is like saying to Michael Jordan, I'll play you in one-on-one if you don't do what I want. Like, yeah. Melton will destroy him yes. in this. I know. That's, that's what's so funny about this is John doesn't understand. He's playing in the men's league now. He's not yeah. ready for it. He thinks that he can just intimidate people and shut them up. A guy like Patrick Melton. This is the worst thing you could do. If you really want him to shut up, and I think John does, 
That's does John think it's do. a work? I know he doesn't talk to them, but does he always think, like, if I do this, Patrick will play along, it'll help my numbers? Is that the thought process? Is is there a thought process? <laughs> Gosh. You know, they had Vince Russo on the BS show yesterday morning. And Vince Russo, WWF, WWE fame, he was part of the Attitude Era that was arguably the best era in pro wrestling. And Vince Russo is convinced that this is a work. That Stuttering John, kind of my theory from a few weeks ago, Stuttering John can't be this dumb. I've come around on this. I believe John is this dumb. (laughs) I do too, but I think someone is telling him to do. I I think there is somebody helping him do the work. Interesting. Like he's the puppet. That now that is a pretty good theory. That could very well be the case. Someone's going, all right, this is what you do. This is how you tackle this one. John. It makes a lot more sense because he can't think of this. This stuff. is how we make you money. Interesting. It's all the teachers from his school, so he won't go back. <laughs> I'm tell- <laughs> I am telling you, I- I'm just going to keep putting, I'm going to manifest this. I'm going to keep putting it out there. We need a docu-series on stuttering John Melendez after yes. leaving the Tonight Show. Everything that's happened to him over the past seven years or however long it's been. It's yeah, from the moment he he yelled at Shuli and he said Shuli attacked him. From them on, we need the documentary. Yes, <laughs> correct. It'd be yes, but not a documentary, a series. I'm talking yes. by season five. All of a sudden, you know, <laughs> we're we're up to this part in the in the program. So, Whoever makes this, I want to play John. I'm I'm do for free. <laughs> yeah. I don't fucking care for the reenactments. <laughs> yes, dramatic reenactments. <laughs> <laughs> so Joey C comes on the show later on oh, and uh, John is talking to Joey C about Patrick Melton and this Intel that he got. And apparently Joey C also fell for the same thing. And is going to try to help out his buddy, John. <laughs> I remember how I told you for months, every, he talks about my kids and my wife every day. Yeah. Calls my wife a whore prostitute, but yeah. <laughs> I found out the same shit and I went after him when he, and he plays it. It's all an act just to, just to get, People that to, to watch him. That whole thing is an act. So, in other words, I guess I'm going to say what the allegations are. That the whole thing that I, the story I got. Now, this is a legend, and I'm not saying. So, this is this big reveal that he was threatening <laughs> Patrick with, and now he's going to. Joey's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I heard the same thing, and and Patrick Melton doesn't care if he's saying it. it's fake. It's not real. So now, this, let's find out what John had in his back pocket, ready yeah. to go. Not saying it's true. The story I got is. Fatty Patty's wife is having an affair with Rick. Is that the same That's thing? That's what I got. That's the same information I stumbled onto. And it's you think all, it's not true? Melton puts it out there as an act. I'm telling you that someone confirmed that. Couple, several people confirmed that. Oh, no. That. That's part of his stick, man. John's He's never shattered. married. He's never been married. He's not even married to her. But is it his girlfriend? Uh, it used to be his girlfriend. <laughs> I don't know if still wants it to be a not, yeah. So maybe it was comedy. his girlfriend and now she's stupid Rick. He, that's the whole work. And that's all. It's all farce, from what I understand. Well, I, I don't know if that's true, Joe. But, but I've attacked him many a time. Disappointed, with it, and he plays it out like, "Oh, don't talk about my wife. Don't talk about my wife. That's mean. You're you're getting personal." He does it all as an act. I, I've been told by several people. So. And this all guy right. that used to be his partner confirmed. I don't know, how, I don't know how that somehow. She used to write comedy for him. He's a comedy writer. So John is confused by this whole thing. He's like, well, how, how could that be? This guy told me this information. I was going to use it against him. And now you're telling me that Patrick actually planted that to fuck with us. So John is understanding that this is all a work and why. More importantly, what's on the that? documents? 
What are Joey C's documents? He has? <laughs> I know he's, he's flipping through <laughs> all these pages and pages. But he never read them. He just kept thumbing back and forth through them fast. Like it's a stick figure moving and he's just watching. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Joey C has nothing but props. That entire board in front of me has no idea how to use that. No. He's got the on-air side as, as if it's so busy in his studio there. It's like, oh, shit, you're on air. microphone's filled with candy. <laughs> it just looks like a bad like WFAN radio show from yes. the 80s with these two heads. Like, you're right. Yeah, it looks like a skit. It's like, the Mets aren't going to win. Like, all right, Joey C. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> all right. I just love that Patrick Melton ruins these two men's lives. The internet is beautiful. When people say they don't like it, yeah. the fact that Melton's in their head, that he knows Joey C and he's ruined his life is beautiful. Oh, it's so funny because John is just like, hey, Joey C, I got this thing on Patrick Melton. I'm going to put him away. And Joey C's like, oh, yeah, no, I've been there, done that. I've been there, I've done that, John. No, that doesn't work. That's not going to work on him. He thinks it's funny. That's not going to work. He's got no wife. He doesn't even have a wife. Yeah, there's a problem here. She's a comedy writer, John. Wait a second. There's there's such a thing as comedy? What's that? Oh, yeah, John. Okay. Wait, Patrick Melton makes stuff up sometimes? (laughs) Yeah, what? (laughs) How is that possible? (laughs) Okay. So we're going to back up again when John, before he brought Joey C on. John is talking about all the research he does for his show. He does what he refers to as the proper research for it. But when I go on to do my proper research and I go on Hack vs. Anonymous and Chili's Anonymous, I don't even bother with Dabble's Anonymous because it's a bunch of fucking horseshit and lies about me and I don't waste my time. It's all the same people! Hack vs. Anonymous, Shuli's Anonymous, Dabble's Anonymous, are all the same people. And John goes, there's two good subreddits and one bad one. (laughs) (laughs) They're all the same, John. (laughs) One's Fox News and one's CNN. Yeah, right, John's world, yes. Precisely. That's how he equates these things. I just love he's doing all the research by going on both Hack vs. Anonymous and Shuli's Anonymous. He's he's got all the proper research ready to go. For it's his the same show. 12 people yelling. Yes, I know. It's all the same people yelling at each other. So then this is great because John proves he does go on Dabbler's Anonymous. By the way, I did my first strike this time against posts on Reddit that post this very song. And if they don't take it down, we will have problems. This song is copyrighted. I sent them the copyright. It is registered with BMI. Now, you're probably thinking to yourself, what song, Carl? I don't hear a song. Thank you very much to John Marlowe once again for stripping the song out of the audio and sending me this entire video so that we could play it without John striking nice. our channel. John had this brilliant plan. If he just loops 15 seconds of his song in the background, which is so, it'll drive anyone insane. Yeah. If he just loops that in the background for his entire show for two and a half hours, you just hear this thing looping, then no one can clip it and goof on him. And he's completely wrong about that. We've already proven he's right. He's still doing it he's, for whatever reason. It's like, no, we can just take it out. But he just said he put a copyright claim in on a subreddit, Dabblers Anonymous, to take a video down. I don't know that Dabblers Anonymous gives a fuck about, or Reddit cares about that. That's a YouTube thing where they get real concerned about music copyright. I don't think anyone else What's does. BMI, the body mass index? Why is he sending it to them? <laughs> no, no. I think it's a different one than that. <laughs> I know. He, he thinks he has the upper hand. Somebody is working with him because he wouldn't understand the loop thing. Right. 
Well, someone's there. They're not smart either, but they're smarter than him. <laughs> he claims that Hackride's the one who gave him the idea to do that. And then I yelled at Hackride, and then Hackride goes, no, no, Carl, there's a bigger plan here. Of course there is. Hackride's yeah. always scheming. He's Larry, but there is a Mo. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good point. Yeah, there's more to it than just that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. One of the things we've been talking about, since John got back from Jamaica with his girl, did you know about this, Pat, that John said no. he went to Jamaica last week? John claimed, so he got a uh, a week suspension from YouTube, and because he played uh Somebody called into a show or came onto a show on, on StreamYard and played someone screaming the N-word and uh, murdered Joe Biden while a girl was pooping. So he got uh, one week suspension. It was a pretty good prank. Yeah, it was brilliant. Oh, that old gag. Yeah, I know. So, and I don't want anyone's channel taken down or anything like that, but it was a pretty funny prank. So John got a week suspension. So in order to stick it to the trolls, he goes, well, I don't even care. I'm going to Jamaica with my girl for a week. So he started posting pictures on his Twitter that very quickly people discovered were not from him. <laughs> These were pictures that existed years before <laughs> he claimed he went to Jamaica. <laughs> so then he gets back. He comes on his show and he goes, no, I know. Those were fake photos, but I did go to Jamaica. <laughs> what? You're still pretending you went to Jamaica even though we found out that that was a lie. <laughs> but what's crazy about it is that he said he went with his girl and then... On Monday's show, he said he had a date the day before on Sunday. And then this show is Thursday, and he's bragging about another date. I had a really, really great, great date last night. Ooh. But when I do that with the fellow Harley rider, adorable. What's his name? Yeah. <laughs> Samantha. <laughs> okay, you had to say the name just to yeah. make sure that we didn't make fun of him for that, obviously. Well, the man part. Not the whole Samantha, but just the man. Yeah. The man <laughs> Sam. <laughs> so, did you notice there, he's trying to insinuate that he got laid, but he's also trying to make it look like she's still there. Yeah. He's like, he's like I had a date last night, and he looks over and he's like, mm. Ooh. <laughs> There's no one else in your apartment, John. Yeah, not you in a veggie tray. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. You're not fooling anyone with this. What is he, 12? Here, smell my finger. She's still on there. <laughs> so, I don't know if I you guys had sex been... with a woman. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have been watching the baseball playoffs, but I got the third base. Oh, <laughs> I put it in her astro. <laughs> John, again, bragging about having a date, which that's how you know he's not dating girls, is when he brags about it. He's always lying. So he's lying about this shit. So this is great because we get to watch John scroll through Twitter. And I, I always love John comes so unprepared for his show that he literally we watch him browse the Internet in real time. He's trying to find things he wants to talk about. <laughs> I want to show you how this began. Uh, oh, Cardiff did a great uh, Lady K song. Song. Plus me singing it. Where is this citizen? Uh, let's see. Hold on. You know, I, I'm not going to show you the whole thing. Let me just find. I want to get to the original post from Citizen M. So he's trying to find a retweet that Citizen M put out that he wants to show us the tweet from. But you notice in there he goes, oh, Cardiff made a great Lady K yeah. video. I'm not going to play you the whole thing. So John made a new song parody about me called Lady K, Pat. Oh, He's, wow. He sang it three times when he first brought it out on his show. And he, he sang it again <laughs> on this show. And then he also had to play 
Cardis version that he put to uh, to music. Lady K. It's a little pitchy. Oh my god! <laughs> you gotta auto tune it and change the tempo. And... It's so terrible. It's, it's so bad. <laughs> I don't care if you're gay. <laughs> I wonder if he'll do this song on March 10th. Oh my god! We, they, people have to request it. Stutteringjohnlive.com. It's like you are gay. Like it, it flows better. You are gay. You are gay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> This, this, he's not good at song parodies, Pat. He's not good. He's not great. Sense. He's not good, period. He's, he's not good at stuff. All right. <laughs> or things. So John is reading this tweet he's trying to find. It's from Patrick Melton. And John doesn't understand sarcasm. My favorite kind of person is someone who reads the internet and thinks they know what's going on. And they it's just the opposite. Can you believe this? I showed you guys what fucking... Patrick Melton said about my children, his bashing of the transgender community and his bashing of the gay community. Well, if you were so upset, why did you show it to your audience then, John? Well, he just sang a song about you being gay. (laughs) (laughs) This has been pointed out to him many times. He calls me Carla and Lady K, so he's calling me trans, and then he says I might be gay. It's like, these are all things that are what you rally. No, later on I said, it doesn't matter to me either way. (laughs) Yeah. I'm respectable of all the homos. It doesn't matter who they are. (laughs) But directly calling out my children, and he has the audacity to write, John has decided to go after my family and make it personal. This is a person with no (laughs) self-awareness. Zero (laughs) self-awareness. So, John is reading this tweet that says, John decided to go after my family and make it personal. This is beyond gross, and I ask for your patience and respect for my privacy instead of spreading lies and rumors. This goes for Rick as well. Just be cool right now, please. This is all sarcasm. This is dripping with sarcasm, and John does not get it. He's like, oh. It's a well-written joke. Like, yes. How do you not see that? <laughs> He's so fucking out of it, this guy. He has no clue that everyone's goofy on him all the time, and John pulls it up like, exhibit A. Yeah. By the way, I know that you wrote that it, down just now. I pulled this as an ISO. This is a person with no self-awareness. <laughs> Zero self-awareness. Looking in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> so let's pretend for a second that uh, he did take your chair at uh, the creep off. Yes. Could you imagine what that would be like? Uh, what were we doing today? And then he just it. starts scrolling through shit. <laughs> yeah, just give me a second. Uh, uh, uh. It yeah. would be fucking great. Uh, I bring Jeffrey Dahmer. Have you heard of him? Yeah. <laughs> He's my creep. Like, does he week. not know you can search? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you can literally look up their name. No, you have to scroll through. You're right. You're right. He goes, I'm looking for Citizen M's tweet. And he's just scrolling yeah. through a timeline. <laughs> <laughs> oh my it's God. here somewhere. <laughs> I, I wish everyone had their own page. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a 
good idea. <laughs> so, I, I it's fascinating to me. And again, I take it all back. John is this dumb. Because again, if he's playing a character, it's the most brilliant character. Andy yeah. Kaufman would be. Yeah, he's Daniel Day Lewis. Like that's who he <laughs> <Yes>. is. <laughs> yeah, for sure. There's no way he's pulling this off. He really is this stupid. That he's reading that tweet from from Patrick and thinking that he's gotten over on him. He's like, oh no, this yeah. guy's gonna talk about family after he bashed my kids. You know, that's you're falling for it again, John. Gotcha, John is my favorite John. I know, right? When he's smug. Yeah. I love when John is smug because the joke's always on him. Always. He's always, always in the pole position and he's sitting there going, <laughs> I told you guys. No, we laughed to you. That's why you're in front of us. Yeah. <laughs> Moron. Melton said respect Rick at this time. If you don't get that part of the <laughs> yeah, joke right, right there, so everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my wife's boyfriend uh, wants to stay private with this matter at this time. Thoughts and prayers for Rick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So John recently learned a new word, and we know what happens when John learns a new word. Ooh, oh no. He loves it. And saying the most fucking nefarious shit about the trans community. <laughs> he loves nefarious. <laughs> Does he drink at new words? By the way, yeah. enough about my kid. I love the way he drinks Mountain Dew. He chugs it. Loves he loves Mountain Dew. Not even tweens drink Mountain Dew like that. It's like that's too no. much Mountain Dew. I didn't know it that's was possible. his spinach. It's like, it's, he gets <laughs> All right, there's a guy Mason in Portland, and if you watch any of these shows, you see him show up all the time in yeah. super chats and things. He's a uh, supporter of all the shows. So he shows up. And he put here. some funny stuff up, too. He's great. I, I love Mason yeah, in Portland. He really does. He shows up, and uh, John makes a very generous offer to him. Mason, I know you're in Portland, but if you want to come to Rochester, tickets on me. VIP, hanging out, everything. Okay. Everything. <laughs> Whoa. Everything. <laughs> what do you mean everything? It sounded like everything. Mason, yeah. go. <laughs> it sounds like everything to me. So please. Mason is in Portland, Oregon to travel to. So the, the ticket price for a VIP and to see John show is $40. That would be less than 3% of the cost it would take for Mason to come to Rochester to see his show. John's like, you know what? I got this one. It's on me. That's not going to help him at all. Forty dollars is. Oh, nothing. I thought he meant he was going to cover everything, like the travel, all <laughs> that. Just oh, the forty dollars no. <laughs> to his show. Mason's like, well, I I couldn't afford it, but now you're saving me forty bucks on the trip. I'm in. <laughs> so let's go. Let's do this. That's like twelve Mountain Dews. That's a lot of money, <laughs> dude. I I spend forty dollars in the airport if I have a thirty minute layover. It's <laughs> nothing. It's not any. That's not the Uber to the airport. <laughs> right. It's not, even, yeah, it's not even the Uber. It's not even parking at the airport. Yeah. You're right. So then John, after this, because you see it's $2. He always gets like two bucks. So someone gives him $10. And John goes, because Kevin Brennan's always ragging on John for reading $2 Super Chats. And John goes, see, Kevin, I get $10 Super Chats. And then he goes, hey, uh, if you guys send me 10 and $20 Super Chats, um, that'll p- piss off Kevin Brennan. So now we got to give John money to piss off Kevin Brennan for some reason. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't even want the money. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not for me. I'm yeah. rich, but you know, it'll piss off Kevin. It's the principle. <laughs> Kevin's not watching. Dude. <laughs> he has no idea. <laughs> and by the way, could you imagine if Kevin's at home going, "Jesus Christ, John, I get twenty dollars? Yeah. God damn it, a twenty dollars super chat." <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is John playing 
the video of me saying that no one wants to be his friend. John thinks that people are desperate to be his friend. No one is. <laughs> I promise is that you. why you have a hundred no pictures of me friend, John. hanging All up? You do is John, you're annoying. Oh, this is this the is first amazing. of many times. This idiot has how many pictures up of me in his fucking shithole paneled fucking basement? And yo, he don't want to be my friend. Really? Really? So why do you have a hundred pictures of me hanging up on your wall? Huh? Why? Why? We covered this. You tell me. <laughs> you don't want to be my friend? Explain this. Explain that. Yeah. Okay. It's real easy. I'd be happy to explain that, John. Yeah. So <laughs> that's a joke uh, at your yeah. expense. <laughs> it's a fan art from Troy Smith. And actually, there's a number of things up here that we have up in the studio that are John, and they're all goofing on him. Yeah. I'm not a fan of his. I don't think he's good at stuff. Yeah. The, the it's only a cartoon where even the words you say are spelt wrong in the air. Like, yeah. that's how dumb he thinks you are. He's got a cockroach <laughs> on his shoulder. His um, green screen is falling down. The image on it is a stock photo they didn't pay for. He's got boxes in the back. There's so many jokes on that. In fact, you know, let me, let me do this. I'll get out of the way of it. And also, instead of a Coors Light, he's drinking a poor white... So the idea that John's going, well, Carl obviously wants to be my friend. Oh, no, I had the opportunity to be your friend, and I certainly declined right away on that, John. Trust me. See, I feel like there's a deeper-rooted thing, because John, for about the last year or so, has been obsessed with the paneling in your room there. Yes. Yeah. So I think something happened to John in a basement with paneling. <laughs> <laughs> Where it turned out someone was not his friend. Wow. No. That... He wanted to show him a puppet show of a whole different kind, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, that's interesting, yeah. Eugene, the, kink, the kinky Bichon says butt stuff? I think that's yep. what we're saying, yeah. Oh, no. Poor John. That's why he thinks you're gay, because that guy in the basement was also. And he's like, yeah, you got to be. Every time Pat's on, he enlightens us to something that I did not think of. He's spot on with this analysis. Yeah, something happened. John had a gay experience in a wood-paneled basement or room in the 70s, and he's not forgotten it. (laughs) No. Oh, no. And you remind him of it. Oh, no. You're right. Yeah. So he's so mad. You want to be my friend. You want to, right? And then he forgets he's on a podcast, and he's really asking you at the end of that. He's like, yes, yes, yes right, friend. <laughs> Are you there? Okay. Hello? Hello? You're going to get a, a kick out of this one, Pat, because you're a Kevin Brennan fan. John explains that he's way more talented than Kevin Brennan. Deadpool, why don't you give me 99 cents and give fucking KB 99 bucks? You know what, man? I'm way more talented I'm way more famous. Okay. I got to back that one up. So it starts off. He's angry. The same thing that he thought he was telling his listeners, Kevin would be mad about. If you give me money, it'll make Kevin mad. It doesn't. No one cares. But when John doesn't get as much money as Kevin gets, he gets mad. So every single fucking time with him, it's all projecting. It's whatever gets him angry, whatever gets him nervous. That's the same tactics he uses. And he always thinks it's deflecting. And yeah. He always outs himself. Every time. Yeah. It's amazing. I'm not even a, a psychology student. I don't know if you know that about me. Well, you are now. I know. I feel like I've come a long way. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You're not. But also, like, just read the whole thing. Deadpool gives a lot of money to make Stevie Lou leave or throw someone out, whatever. Yeah. Like, Deadpool cares so little about Joey C and him. He's like, 99 cents. Whatever. Like, I, 
Stay. I don't fucking care. 99 cents is the equivalent of taking money out of your pocket when you're doing a super J. Like, fuck you. He might be correct that if you ask every human ever in the world who the two of them are, people might know Stuttering John from Stern a long time ago. Sure. In, in Tonight Show a long time ago. But talent-wise... No, no. Not, and I'm not even shitting on him. Brennan's a brilliant comic and a very funny guy. He's way more talented. John is way more famous, way more talented. And wait until you hear what else he has to say when he's comparing himself to Kevin here. Deadpool, why don't you give me 99 cents and give fucking KB 99 bucks? You know what, man? I'm way more talented. I'm way more famous. I'm way more successful. And I have way more money. <laughs> what? I have way more credits. Been in tons of more things. I've done more in the entertainment community than Kevin Brennan ever will. Entertainment community? That's a fact. That's not true. Period. And I ain't done yet. Yes, you are. You are done. You're definitely done. So This is done. Like, I, this I, is what done <laughs> is. Yeah, this is having Joey C <laughs> as the guest on your show as the yeah. definition of your done in show business. But I Be mad because Tukey's not available to be on your show. He's done. <laughs> <laughs> Tukey's a fucking no dead. Even... Like... So John just said he has way more money than Kevin Brennan. Now, that is such a childlike thing to even say. This is a child that we're talking to right here. He's like, I have, I have more money than him. My dad could beat up his dad. Like, what are you talking about? Well, then why did he need Kevin's money to first come back to this? Well, right. This whole thing started with John is upset, and we'll get into that. That Kevin only paid him a hundred dollars the last time he was on Kevin's show, but he gave him a thousand, right? Well, how much money was it the first time when you went on? Three thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, if he has more money, he, he has more money now because he took Kevin's three thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason <laughs> that's why, why right. he has more. <laughs> it's like Monopoly, right? That three thousand <laughs> could have gone to Brooks uh, OnlyFans, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh God, we could yeah, be looking at a butthole right now. Fuck, <laughs> wasted money. Wait, does she have an OnlyFans? Can you while we're um, so? How could she not? She doesn't, unfortunately. No. So, what? I love the fact that as John's complaining about only getting ninety nine cents instead of ninety nine dollars, he also explains he has way more money. You can't have it both ways. You can't be begging for dollars on the internet and exclaim that you're loaded. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't make the guy sense. who's only offering Mason a free ticket to his show. <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll get you. VIP. Why wouldn't he have cured that lady's cancer a long time ago by himself if he had all this money? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right when he was when he was trying to get the money for the chemo treatment that he ended up. I'm helping out the cancer. He gave he gave less than two hundred dollars for that <laughs> and a mini iPad and a mini iPad. That I think his mom <laughs> I forgot about the mini the, par- the party <laughs> gift. No, the cancer. He will, he'll never let you forget about that. <laughs> okay. So uh, Kevin's talking about John calls him from time to time. When I talk to him, first of all, whenever at the end of the day, he calls me like not often, but he's always been drinking a lot. You know. Okay, that I could sue you for because that is not true. What? Okay. First of all, I'm stoned. I'm not drunk. John, you can't sue Kevin Brennan for saying that whenever you call him, you're drunk. You would not win that case. (laughs) That's... John is well, drunk no on judge the internet take it. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> the, the idea that that would go to court and that they would have to bring up these different exhibits. Of, well, here's John wasted on a show on Tuesday. And here's he wasted on a show on Wednesday. And Thursday, he's wasted on a show. If he appears in court any other t- uh, one more time, he's going to get Lenny Dykstra. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes. I know, John, you don't have a reputation anymore. What do you think is happening? Well, Your Honor, surely said I didn't headline the funny bone in Toledo. <laughs> like, what are you doing here? 
We'll let you in. <laughs> so insane. I just love the Jazz. Like, I can sue him for that. No, you can't. You have no idea how the law works, John. You've proven that time and time again. Oh. So now let's watch John shoveling food into his mouth during the show. That's always a good thing to do on a podcast. And that's I'm why out. I think I think why Adam does that, because he's got no choice, you know. <laughs> it's your turn to talk, wow. John. Don't we see looks like retarded Paul Schaefer, by the way? Because of his little keyboard. <laughs> Yeah, why don't you play a musical number for us, Joey, while I chew on my food here? (laughs) Some chewing music. David cannot pronounce a letter, man. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so there is John wolfing down his food. And the reason why I play that for you is because the payoff here is fan fucking tastic. Hey, Joey, do vegetables go bad? Yeah, they can go bad. I mean, what do you mean like bad? How, you just ordered that today? I'm sorry. <laughs> I have to play that again. He goes, yes. hey, yes. Joey, can vegetables go bad? That's, that's up there with, hey, Joey, you ever kill someone? It's like, have you ever met a vegetable before? You don't know that vegetables can go bad? Are you insane? And if you don't know, you think Joey fucking yes. seen us? Yeah. Go to him for advice. This is the 160 IQ centering John Melendez, wondering if vegetables can go bad. I wish Joey had said, no, they're, it's fine. Yeah, they, no, they only get bad. better. <laughs> they're like they last <laughs> I got a vegetable seller. <laughs> Why are there canned vegetables then, John? Why? <laughs> Why not just put them in a Ziploc bag and sell them? Hey, Joey, do vegetables go bad? Yeah, they can go bad. I mean, what do you mean by bad? How, you just ordered that today? No, I got one week ago. Oh, yeah. You had it in the refrigerator? Yeah. Yeah, they could go oh. bad. Yeah, they could. How has he made yeah, it this far? Funky. Yeah, I'd be careful with that. Yeah, they definitely go bad. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to throw it out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like nice, like it's sour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I throw it out, man. You're going to get stomach poison. Oh, my God. It started off with, like, John was bragging that he eats vegetables and yeah. showing off his yeah. cucumbers. And it turns into... I think this is all rotten. <laughs> I think this is going bad. Like, what are you doing? With Why that pause, doing? he doesn't refrigerate them either. That's been on that tray for a week. That tray has been out like well, chips. Either way, you don't buy <laughs> vegetables that are already sliced up. He's got a vegetable tray. And he thinks that's going to last a week in the fridge. It's not. What are you doing? The beauty of John is, though, that there is no filter, good nor bad. You know what I mean? Because like, yeah. most people would take a bite and go, oh, wait, that's bad, and not say shit and push it away. <laughs> not go, hey, Joey C., am I going to die? <laughs> Joey's like, I'm not sure. Uh, cucumbers aren't supposed to taste like pickles, are they? <laughs> no, not until you pickle them, John. Okay, well, we might have a problem. <laughs> Let me have a few more. <laughs> I'm Joey Vitamin C, so I know all about this. <laughs> We talked about beginning of this segment, John's all pissed at Adam Hineker. And it's like, why? Why is he mad? What did Adam do? We're going to finally find out here. He finally plays this for us. Because, yeah, it's, it, you know, listen, the reason I did it, like I said, the reason I did it yesterday was like, because I knew it was going to be a problem. It's always a problem with John. I, no matter what I pay him. It's- no, it's not always a problem with me, Kev. The first time he sent me 175 bucks, it was not a problem. Second time you sent me 150. And I was like, wow. Okay, I guess I got, I guess I didn't perform as well to your liking. But when you send me 100 bucks 
that's a pay cut. Yeah. That's like a big pay cut. I just want to point out, this is so weird that John is upset about this because the difference between $100 and $175 is pretty much zero. Mm-hmm. It's mm. not going to change your life one way or another. Yeah. And being a guest on a podcast is not supposed to pay you anyway. Yeah, it's I not... don't understand that whole world where everybody <laughs> yeah. gets paid. I, I don't get it either. Kevin's paid me a couple times for being on MLC, and I just appreciate it and say thanks and move on. Right. And then when I went on with Southern Johnny, he didn't pay me, and I understood. He's paying John. I'm like, okay, fine. This is the guy who's just saying he has so much more money than yeah. him, and he's pissed about what he's getting from this guy. But also, because I, I watched this episode of MLC, John came on late in the show and left early. He wasn't on very long. So he's like, how come I got 175 bucks the time I was out for three hours and only $100 I was out for 20 minutes? Well, I mean, if you do the math, you're getting paid way more money. And he knows math. <laughs> and he does know math. We know that. Yeah, but the, expo- the exposure is the payment. Like, Correct. I come on here. Your fans find out who I am. They follow me somewhere. I make money off that. They come to gigs, things of that nature. The fact that he's getting paid means he has nothing else. You're not promoting anything. You're literally like, give me money. As if I came to your house to eat. I'm like, give me a dollar. I ate here. <laughs> right. Can I, I have some more old vegetables, please? <laughs> the first time I went on uh, Anthony Cumia's show, my sister was like, oh, they pay you for that? I'm like, no. <laughs> I wouldn't even think that they would pay me for that. Yeah, I went on 11 times in one year. And it was awesome yeah. every time. Right. Like, I, I never even thought to be like, well, they owe me money now. I was like, no, I, it was a good exposure. People learned about who I am because yeah. of it. Like, you don't understand how this works? What so, more could you want? That's, that's how this works. But I got to talk with a legend. Like, a <laughs> yeah, bunch. No, I, <laughs> I should have paid him, obviously. Yeah. So this is John. This is his big gripe. He only got paid $100 the last time I was on there. And we talked about this, but it's so insane because Kevin even asked him, like, how much money do you want? Right. And John's like, you'll fail. You'll figure it out. And then bitches about how much he pays him. Yeah. So it's like, if you, if there's a number in your head that you think you should make, say it, <laughs> go ahead and just say it, John. Yeah. Jesus. Otherwise it's your fault. Right. Don't make it a mystery and then complain. Do something on the show to warrant more money. Right. I'll reveal this. If someone donates a hundred bucks and then Kevin goes, oh, I can give him a little bit more or something like that. Or, but- Kevin's obviously basing it off what the numbers were and right. giving him a percentage of it. Right. It's based on how much he makes in Super Chats for that episode. He's, he's talked about that before. But also, right. to your point, Pat, let's say you had a, a big get. Like, for example, the first time he got Southern John on. John had not been on the internet for eight months. He comes on Misery Loves Company. It's a big buildup. Everyone knows John's coming on. And tons of people are watching the show and Super Chatting and, and all that kind of stuff. Oh, I sat and waited. I was like, yeah. Yeah, it was it was a big deal. Right. Yeah. John comes on the show without announcing it to his followers, without saying anything. He just pops on because he gets the link mid-show and then leaves. That doesn't do Kevin any good at all. It's not like people are just like, John's on MLC. Ah, boss, I got to go home. I'm sorry. I, I got to leave early today. I got to get home and watch this. It's like, no, it didn't help Kevin in any fucking way. Hey, you on the show. All right, let's get None back. of the guests help Kevin in any way. And I'm friends with some of them. I, I love Ski Mask, but every time he's like, give me $30. Like, shut up. Be happy you're on bread and show and people know who you are. Yeah. This is where we get into why he's mad at Adam. So far, there's no reason for him to be mad at Adam. So let's find out what Adam did that was so bad. Cut. How much I paid him. So I'm like, what do you want to get paid? What do you want to get paid? You know, I'm starting to think that he's not that easy to get along with. Oh! <laughs> mm. Okay. Pat. When I tell you, this is all it took to get John all it, wound up. But I get it because it's the same thing as Melton did. Yep. It's sarcastic and he doesn't understand it. I'm starting to think it's not easy 
to deal with Stuttering John. It's not. Ask but Vinny he said Paulino. it in such a fun way, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and John's about to prove his point. Yep, here we go. Okay. That's now you've declared war. Okay? <laughs> you fucking greased out head, fucking, uh, here fucking we go. twitchy prick, Adam Hinnicka. It's, it's the best Adam. he could do. Shut the fuck up about me. Keep my name out of your fucking <laughs> mouth. <laughs> He's terrible. Keep Don't vegetables out of your mouth. <laughs> Don't talk about me. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> you headphone <What> wearing. <laughs> but Kevin just basically called him a retard for 20 minutes. Yep. Kevin's fine. Adam goes, he might be difficult sometimes. Yep. Fuck you. You're twitchy. Yep. No, so Pat, you're understanding this the same way that I am. What John is doing. <laughs> is he's going after the target that he thinks he's better than or bigger than or can one-up in some kind of way. So Adam says almost nothing, and listen to how John responds to this. Yeah. I. This is why Goofy Adam should shut the fuck up. All right, Adam? Shut the fuck up about me. You got that, bitch? Who had us? Me pata. You are my bitch. Who asked me, Pata? Let's go back. Here, the hit is a nice fucking. Nice face, Adam. <laughs> nice face. <laughs> Should not be calling out anyone for their face, no. John. Nice face. But do you see what I mean? So this is John saying, like, oh, uh, he can't say anything about me because I'm the stuttering John Melendez of the Howard Stern Show. It's like, no, you're a loser. Adam can say whatever the fuck he wants. He doesn't care if you're upset about it. Trust me. He doesn't give a fuck. Adam's not going to watch his mouth next time. He doesn't give a shit. He's just looking at who he thinks can hurt his money and who can't. Kevin gives me money. Adam doesn't give me money so I can yell at Adam. Yes. Yeah, it's just it's the easy target for stuttering John Melendez. That's why he goes after them. But Adam's the one who reaches out to get you on and reminds Kevin to have him on. So, like, you kind of want to keep him in your pocket because he's the guest booker, if you will. Well, no, it doesn't make any fucking sense for John to go after Adam at all. He's an idiot. Or anyone. <laughs> right. Yes, that's a good point. It should be kissing everyone's ass. Like, I just realized that I'm going to be in his videos now because of this episode. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've stayed yeah, clear. Wait, wait till I put I've this out. I've stayed clear for a while. <laughs> Pat Oates better shut the fuck up. Pat Oates is my Look bitch. Look at his face. <laughs> my bitch. I'm eating this 30-day-old piece of chicken. <laughs> Raw. Wait, does chicken go bad? <laughs> hey, Joey C. Should I cook this? Speaking of my bitch, I want to bring on uh, the very lovely, very talented Cardiff Electric. Oh, hey, Cardiff. You're my bitch. And, of course, Kendi is here as well. What's happening, Kendi? Oh, you're muted. It's not a good way to meet me, Kendi. I'm so sorry. Pat, meet Kendi. Can I meet Carter for the first time. I'm, I'm a fan. I've never met you, sir. Hello, Mr. Oates. How are you? How are you? Good. How are you? Good. I'm a little starstruck by the potato. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I haven't seen Kindy like this before. She's usually shot out of a cannon, but today she's Kindy, if you really want shy. to impress me, just keep calling them chompers. Oh, <laughs> I'm letting everybody else do that for me. Okay. Seriously, that really has gone on for some reason. I never <laughs> should have heard <laughs> Pat, I got a text message from Kindy. She called me, uh, was it chompers? 
Yes. And dumb me. Dumb me brings it up, and now it's become my fucking nickname. Could have just on been like a, three different shows. You brought it up. Could have just been a private conversation between Kitty and myself. But did you put hearts around it so it was cute, or was she like no. put a beaver's face next to it? <laughs> yeah, more the latter. Yeah. Right. The former. I, I like the hearts. I opportunity. I don't know if you guys were watching earlier, but we met uh, my new favorite person in the world, uh, Brooke Schofield. You familiar with Brooke, Kendy? Not at all. Oh, wow. Well. Get to know her. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Get to know her. <laughs> I guess she's not impressed. All right. Pat, we're going to play To Catch an Alien. You familiar with this game? No, I'm not. Okay. It's really easy. We're going to watch this guy, Tommy, who hosts MSCS Media. And we're pretty convinced that Tommy's from another planet and he's trying to assimilate and become a human. He's not good at it, but he keeps getting better every day. And so what Cardiff does, he puts together this game for us where we watch Tommy say some words and then he pauses it and we have to figure out what he's going to say next. He gives us multiple choice. So we all have a a shot at this. It's a, it's a fascinating game that we play here. It's time for everyone's favorite game show to catch an alien. Are you ready to play to catch? Yeah, we are now an alien. I just explained it. (laughs) Dry run next, next round, the ultimate control what i what i feel is going to happen is some sort of third party not i'm not gonna you know alien whatever you want to call it hold on a second so this is the guest on his show this cardiff what's guest. going on why, oh, why is he leaning over like that what's he doing? <laughs> this guy could not stop fidgeting with the mic and moving the mic he could not <laughs> he could not talk unless he was holding the mic in his hand and moving it around i, I the sure sure corporation makes a great microphone because there was no noise from him <laughs> Constantly fiddling with that microphone. So congratulations to the Shure Corporation. Wow. All right. Yeah, he's a, Interface, he's a buffoon. Similar to a Independence Day scenario coming into here and that leaving the government for full control. I think they may monetize on that. And I think they may know about that, whether it's real or not, or whatever the threat is. I think that could be the ultimate end all to everything. Billy, That's just my theory. Okay. Billy Carson, who we had in, he's, you know. That's Tommy right there. Pat. I could tell. Yeah, yeah, I thought maybe you would, uh, you would recognize that right away. He's and got Vulcan vibes. I got it. Right what's there. fascinating like, about Tommy, not only is he from outer space, but he loves to talk about aliens. He's like hiding in plain sight. He's one of these guys just like, yeah, no, I'm also fascinated by aliens, guys. Yes. Just like all you earthlings are. I started a podcast because that's all you earthlings do. <laughs> that's what everyone does. That's <laughs> just my theory. Okay. Billy Carson, who we had in, he's, you know, with all this stuff, stone tablets and everything. That, that's what he mm-hmm. thought. He what, thought did he that, what did he say? He thought that they were introducing. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, he's, he's very, like, if you want to know about all this stone tablets and shit and craziness. Anyway. What he says is that the government's implementing this alien stuff. Yeah, just, oh, here they are now. They make you afraid of them. And they as discount a, it. Sometimes it's a goof. Right. Right. But eventually they make that the thing that scares the fuck out of everybody. So you just and did now, it with the hey, light. We you have to control you with this so-called anything. alien thing. You have to that's, go buy this laser gun now. That's yeah. the end all. No, yeah. the end all. That's it. That's, that's, the, end that's all. the end all. That's yeah. what he said. And, yeah. you know, again, just a theory. I hope it doesn't happen in my or my children's lifetime, but it seems like it's building to an end all. Well, your theory was yeah. agreed upon by a guy who's been researching this shit for 45 years. I don't read or research shit. <laughs> okay, well, I'm God. just telling you that someone. If I was hosting this show, I'd be like, just leave the fucking mic there and talk. Yeah. Jesus. Fuck. He has to like push it away when he's. All right, this is the end of my sentence. <laughs> what are you doing? Just leave it the there. The whole show. The whole show. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right. Also, is he sucking on a helium balloon? I think so. Okay. 
45 years. I don't read or research shit. <laughs> okay, well, I'm just telling you that someone who does goes along with, <laughs> with your yeah. idea. For real? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I, 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 guy I, named I'll, I'll send you the video. I'll send you the video. Like kryptonite to this guy. Uh, one last thing I'd like to get uh, a question on. I know it's your birthday. I don't want to hold you up too much. Right. And hopefully you guys come back in again and yeah. have some more fun. What did Tommy say next? All right. Here well, are your question. choices. Number one, what about the vaccine? B, chocolate or vanilla? Next. Hold on. I got to call this out. So the other thing to know about this guy, Pat, is that uh, he is way into conspiracy theories and way into he's, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't use the word anti-vaxxer, but he definitely thinks that there's um, some shit going on with the uh, the whole COVID pandemic and, and the controls that came out of that. Also, chocolate or vanilla is the question that Cardiff used to ask on his podcast. Back when he was a podcast. Next, here are your choices. Number one, what about the vaccine? B, chocolate or vanilla? Next, what about the weather? Four, what about the, the, what's it called, Rob? Lastly, what about Biden? An alien. All right. He's baiting me with this one, but I'm going to go yeah. for it anyway. I'm going to say it's number four. What's it called? Rob. He loses his train of thought. And uh, Kindy, I'll go to you next. What do you think it is? I'm thinking it's next the weather because I think what he means is climate. Oh, yeah. Very possible. I like that. Pat, what do you think? I'm with you. I feel like that's a baiting thing, but I think it's weather because aliens don't think the Jews control it. So they're going to ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> he knows a lot about aliens. That's helpful. Yeah. Uh, producer Chris. That went with next, right? The weather? No. Uh, yes. Yeah, yes. I, yeah, I, went okay. yeah right, I went with weather. Yeah. All right. I went with four. So we're both on four. They're both on three. Yep. And All right. Pat, you mispronounced Shuley's. <laughs> uh, one last thing I'd like to get uh, a question on. I know it's your birthday. I don't want to hold you up too much. And right. hopefully you guys come back in again and yeah. have some more fun. What oh, yeah. about the weather? Do you oh, think they're yeah. controlling yeah. the weather? Finally, I won one. Kindy, nice. congratulations, Pat. Pat. This is... I just wrote Kindy's coattail. She seems smarter than you guys. I went there. I was all I was doing. There right. is an element of beginner's luck on this show. We've had a lot of first-time players win, so congrats I on won that. My, I, I lost the first two times. No, I know, Kindy, you suck, but I'm saying a lot of other people oh, are good off. on their first time. <laughs> Um. Well, I get what you call the chompers. What do you mean? Okay, I should say. Yeah, where do you where do you go? The the five. Do we go Blackrock? I I agree. Do you think in some way, shape, or form trying to harmonize? Like for instance, Hawaii. That's all for this time. Come back next time to find out if you have the weather control technology enough to catch an alien. This episode is brought to you by Subreddit Surfing Live, Saturday, March the 9th. Get your tickets now at carlsoncomedy.com. Sit, Eugene, sit. Good dog. Is that a uh, bark from the actual Eugene on there, Cardiff? Allegedly. Allegedly, okay. <laughs> Allegedly. That's pretty cool. All right. What have we done today, guys? I think we've done it all. We talked about Tana Mojo, whatever her name is, doesn't matter, because Brooke Schofield was the star of that show. 
as far as I'm concerned. Yes. Uh, Jim Norton got married and things are going well. We <laughs> learned about Cinema Recall featuring the Vern. Stuttering John is putting music on his show so no one can goof on him anymore. It's so nefarious. He's got that, yeah, he's got that figured out. So, you know what that, well, and then uh, Kendi and Pat both caught an alien. So, you know what that means? It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. The teaser. The teaser. Next week's teaser. The teaser. The teaser. The teaser. I don't think we've ever done this before, but on the teaser of this episode is a show we've already seen on this episode. That's right. The cringe of the week is turning into the next week's episode because check this out no it's not on if it's blinking Uh, (laughs) yes sully from jacked up review show was a guest oh that's amazing on cinema recall hey hey. Hey, hey. hello we're here everyone um welcome to cinema recall podcast uh coming to you live (laughs) using a new software called riverside I hope this works. We did a test for it, and it seemed to come through clear enough, so we're just going to give this a shot. So, but welcome, everyone. Uh, I am Vern, by the way. I'm Ashley. Oh, and Ashley's there for this one. Oh, that's good. Yeah. He was missing the kids in the farm are okay. <laughs> yeah, apparently. So that's exciting. We'll have a, a midweek episode like we always do on Wednesday at 5. If you're on our Patreon or our YouTube channel or Supercast, you can watch along with us. As we delve into Vern with uh, Sully. From the Jacked Up Review Show, one of the favorites over here. Pat Oates, thank you so much for coming on. It's been too long. We'll have you back again soon now that you got a uh, new computer. Yeah, now I know that only eat new vegetables. So that's great. I learned a lot today. (laughs) Yeah. Pat's going to go through his fridge and be like, these can't be here for three weeks. I got to throw this stuff out. I just learned. This was dinner tomorrow. God damn, damn it. it. No one. Uh, where can people find you, Pat? Just find, go to my YouTube channel, Pat Oates, to search me on there. You know, there. We're starting to climb up a little bit. A lot of my comedy clips are on there, so check me out there. Awesome. And your YouTube channel is Pat Oates, Pat Oates. Comedy? Just Pat Oates? I think it's just Pat Oates at this point. I switched it awesome. a thousand times. Search well, me. It'll look like me. You are a uh, you are a fan favorite on here, so thank you so much for uh, for coming. I on. love being on the show, so thank cool. you for having me. Cool, so. yeah, we'll definitely have you back again, uh, Kendi. Anything that you're promoting? Circumcision. Do you have an OnlyFans or something? No, not yet. Where she does circumcisions? No, I'm just promoting it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Is that your? I uh... think it's an important cause. <laughs> Very good. Kurt, if anything, you're promoting aside from. I'm the, also uh... promoting circumcision. Okay, nice. very yes. good. And and subreddit surfing dot com and stutteringjohnlive.com. Go there, right. buy tickets. Go. Oh wait, I have one more thing. Yes, please. Go to the creepoff dot com and vote for Vinny. No, definitely yes. not. Yep, no. I saw it. Vinny on El Horrible show this morning. He's making the fucking media rounds now on his oh, apology tour. You're not getting enough attention, Carl. Oh. I'm bleeding plenty of attention. I don't have to be friends with Suttery John to get on people's shows <laughs> like Vinny does. So I'm I'm good. Everything's good over here. All right. We're going to um, play a, a new segment. We're going to listen to some voicemails. I think Kenny might have some reviews. Pat, at this point, I will let you go, buddy. I know you've been here for two hours. 
I really appreciate it. But I had a great time. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much. And uh, please, everyone, join us again next time. It might be the episode we find out once for all. Who are these podcasts? Leave well, everybody. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. Okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Internet News with Lucy Tybox. From Facebook, John Bunainyi's opines. A free audiobook with a subscription would be a good deal if it wasn't easy for you to say. Josh Minoski writes, Fuck, I might have missed a chance to be on Topic Time and shares a screenshot of a missed call from Harrison Blake Young. Ion Force could be worse. The other day, about 3.30 a.m., I heard a distant piano sound coming from outside. That's when I noticed Harrison Young standing outside my window, asking me to come play baseball. I live on the eighth floor. I closed the blinds and invoked the Holy Spirit. Pablo Mesa, wow, it's so funny. KB paid Stutjo a hundred bucks for this week's appearance. John is losing his shit over it. He told KB, pay me what you think is fair. Apparently, that wasn't fair to John. Edgy Lord, zero is more fair. From Discord, Eugene Fart Enthusiast declares, If ICP is an insane clown posse-based cryptocurrency, I'm not interested. Kierslayer, I cannot believe the crew missed the backyard reference with the original show review when she was talking about the dog poo. And by the way, <coughs> Eugene the Hound Mix, I'm gonna be honest, the trio of Lucy, Andy, and Chris made the show actually pretty funny. Lucy is a cutie pie, and it's nice to hear Carl making sure that she has room to talk. He is a gentleman. From Patreon, Deluxe says, Oh, gross. Did Carl just call Annie a trilf? Down, Carl. I heard it. Mr. <laughs> Hamilton Burger reports, Carl has clearly been chiefing so many cocks that it's affecting his tum-tum. Trevor Zero proclaims, Parody song was fucking hilarious this week. Perfect 10, Tony. And from YouTube, David Berliner posts, Carl blew it when he rejected stuttering John's friendship. Now who's Carl gonna get to watch all the cats he doesn't have when he's away? James Newsome. SJ's show is like an hour-long variation of Fredo yelling, I'm smart, not stupid like everyone thinks. Gridlow, he's focused on Carl's teeth hoping he can recycle old Baba Booey material. Hashtag hack. Brian Quinn, for a guy that has a daughter cosplaying as a dude, he sure goes for those gay jabs on Carl a lot. Mike Borgman notes, John not paying his bet is another example of him being a cheap, no-honor coward. You are defined by your actions, not by the words that come out of your face. Caddy Daddy suggests, if you really want to get under John's skin, start calling him a Welsher. And Paganork plays us out with, if I hadn't been following the Dabbleverse and just saw this, I'd think John was special needs. He has special needs. That is for sure. Speaking of special needs, Kindy is here to read some uh, reviews for us. Kindy, what are people saying about us on the old uh, internet there? There's only one new one. All right. Um, it's she looks called, angry. It's, the title of it is Craigers. I don't know. It's by Chompers Clubfoot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're off to a good him. start. <laughs> All right. And it is Needs More Demons, Too Much Chompers. I agree. <laughs> Is your hack ride didn't write that? Is that a uh, a five star review? No. Oh. Four. Oh, four. No one's asking for one four stars. We want one five. star off the chompers. So if I get my teeth fixed, will they change it to five? Uh, <laughs> Can you change your personality? That'll, that'll make it a one. Can you negotiate on my behalf, please, Kidney? Mm. No. Ken, you're in a different place than usually, not in your uh, bedroom today, it looks like. Yeah, I'm squatting. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What's your story? I'm not, this, not what? This is a good interview question. What's your deal? <laughs> Go. 
it's not that interesting. Hannah used to no do this to, to us too, where she'd be in a different room in her house every fucking time she was on the show. Yeah. I think they're just showing off. They look at me. I live in Alice. That's like, all right. I have a basement. Just another room <laughs> with wood paneling. What? What? That was a fascinating revelation. I don't know if you call it a revelation, but I think that John was raped by a guy in a wood paneled <laughs> room in the seventies, maybe early eighties. I, I think that's the only thing we can figure out from this. I was asking well, we for it. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen the way I was dressed. <laughs> That's not funny. Those aren't good jokes. Hmm. No one thinks that's funny. You guys want to hear some voicemails? Mm-hmm. See what people are thinking out there in the uh, WTP. Yes, uh, Cardiff. The answer is yes. We do. Oh yes, yes. yes. Okay, very good. Yo, what's up, guys? Big fan of the show, Carl. I have a suggestion that I think you will luckily not enjoy. First date with Lauren Compton. Now it's over on the YMH channel, and I know you guys have already covered some of those. But, oh, my God, does this bitch drive me up the fucking wall. And I'm sure you'll see why. But, uh, yeah, definitely check it out. All right. First date with Lauren Compton. I did check this out, and she did have Matt Reif on as a guest. So I got to get a little breathing room, I think, first. And then we'll talk about how hot Matt Reif is. Do you, what do you think about Matt Reif, Kendi? Are you a fan? He looks like a 12-year-old. So you're into him, is what you're saying? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. No. Well, There's something weird about his mouth, too. This one's for you, Kendi. You get a lot of voicemails. I don't know if you heard uh, our last episode, but... Yeah, I have. Okay. So, this is where you go, Cunty. Cunty, Total yeah. bummer, dude. Yep. Total bummer. She's a downer. Her animal, her, her, her animal, definitely not a goat. It's a damn starfish. God. Starfish? You referring to her butthole, sir? Is that what you're talking about right now? It would be a chocolate starfish, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ralph. <laughs> Ralph, this is the wrong show. <laughs> he can't help himself. This is going uh, in a direction I do not want to go in. All right. All right. Husey was on the show. People love Husey. No one dislikes Husey. And then he called into the show in our voicemails here. Oh. Hey, Carl. Thanks again for having me on your show. You're welcome. I know you're going to hear a lot of people saying, I railroaded your show, but don't listen to that shite. Even though your show was great before me came on. Well, anyway, play my clip six. I know it's 35 minutes, but you'll play it anyway, won't you? All right. Jesus, Carl, the show is going great. What happened? Kept playing his clips. <laughs> Later, buddy. Yeah. Actually, uh, peel behind the curtain real quick. Lucy Tightbox also listened to that show, mm-hmm. the You Spring in My Springsteen Bean thing. And she goes, I had a couple clips too, but after that, Lucy, she, yeah. she's, she's like, I'm like, yeah, good, good, smart move on that one. We didn't need any more clips from that show. Uh, here's another Husey fan calling it. Well, I guess that was Husey himself. This is a Husey fan calling it. Man, I never really got the Husey hate on this show. Uh, I always thought it was kind of funny, but yeah. after this week, I get it now. When he made us listen to those fucking improv idiots, they were so fucking unfunny and retarded. I'm surprised they weren't speaking with Irish accents themselves. But I will say, you kind of redeemed yourself with the new bonus episode where you called Stuttering John's daughter a lying stupid whore. Oh yeah, good job, man. Keep it up. <laughs> I don't remember that. Don't remember doing that. That's weird. All right, here's another uh, Husey hater calling into the show. Hey, what's up? Hey, there is no fucking way 
that Juicy should be going on any fucking show and talking about how somebody's not funny. Juicy is the most unfunny alcoholic I've ever heard, and I listen to fucking stuff of John. He's terrible. I know the gay. You might not like fucking that thing where they're, they're reviewing fucking the show. They're not reviewing the music. I don't know if you've noticed that. If you listen to the show, they're not reviewing the fucking YouTube music or any of that. They're laughing about bullshit. It's just a way for Adam Scott and Scott Arkman who are friends and fucking talk. But Husey shouldn't fucking say shit about shit because Husey is a unfunny piece of shit. Just go drink yourself to death so we can all fucking move on, bro. Jesus. But how do you feel about Husey being on the show? That's what I'm not understanding here. Do you like him? Should I have him back again soon? Or what's the feedback here? I'm not understanding. All right. Let's take a break from the Husey hate for a minute. Because Gary in San Diego always has the info for us. God bless this this man. I wish I could get him on point dabble point. Saint Gary. It'd be so nice if he came on. Cardiff tried. Cardiff reached out to his uh, team. Try to get him on the show, but Judy, uh, yeah. yeah, right, <laughs> Sandy. I'll try hey. Sandy next. Yeah, try Sandy. See if Sandy can get to him. Hey, Carl, Gary in San Diego. Well, Sandy was over this morning for coffee with Judy, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden she broke out crying again. I said, Sandy, Sandy, what's the matter? And she said, Well, I'm concerned about Carl. I'm genuinely concerned about Carl's well-being. I said, what are you talking about? She says, well, you know how Carl lives close to John in Florida? Mm-hmm. I said, well, I don't think they're that close. She says, well, I looked it up on Google. They're about two miles apart. 1.4. And you know how John recently, every time he hear, hears Carl's name, he goes into a volcanic rage. He goes ballistic. I said, yeah, I'm aware of that. She says, well, what if John runs into Carl in Florida, like at a Publix or a Winn-Dixie or at a Home Depot? Mm-hmm. I said, oh, I hadn't thought about that. She says, yeah, he could ambush John. And I said, well, I got something to tell you. John allegedly always carries weapons. And she says, what kind of weapons? I said, well, he's known to carry a sling blade, a uh, Philippine bolo knife, and a Nepalese survival knife. A cookery. I said, oh, my God. If he ambushed John Pearl Harbor saw, I mean, if John. Who's saying what? This yeah, conversation I, is getting very confusing. Yeah. I'm, I'm lost. I think he meant Carl a okay. couple times. Ambush Carl Pearl Harbor style. That could be, uh, he could really maim him. She says, yeah, he could, he could maim him and worse. So that's just a why are you smiling about this kendy that's a bad thing if i get maimed you know would would we be able to tell if you got maimed (laughs) that's just a warning i don't want anything to happen to you carl i wish you lived in san diego at least i could offer you protection or if you lived in california but i got no protection for you in florida so watch your back anyway it's just a warning okay uh anyway i don't want to forget my catchphrase Rock and roller. Rock and roller to you, Gary. And thank you for recounting that entire conversation. <laughs> I appreciate it. I'm actually hiring Phil Elmore to be my bodyguard. Mm. So I will be fine. What's Pearl Harbor style in a Home Depot? He's got a plane. Uh, apparently, I know about it ahead of time, but I let it happen so that we can get into a world war. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what amazing. Pearl Harbor style means. <laughs> 
Well, with the with the time change, though, he might not attack at the right time. So. <laughs> yeah, that's good, that's he good might point. show up at Home Depot three hours late. Dude, uh, Hawaii even fucks me up. I'm like, six? Oh, Jesus Christ. What's... What's up, Carl? It's your boy here, you know, the one that liked the music special. Hey, nice. so I've been thinking about this Carl and Benny backing John bullshit. It's really annoying, and I can't even watch their shows anymore. But, hey, the payoff better be that Spud doing John's taxes so wrong that the IRS audits the shit out of him. Okay, that's all I got. Go fuck yourself. Bye-bye. Are you going to be doing John's taxes, Cardiff? I didn't think of that angle. No, but I was really pissed that Vinny gave up the bucket angle. What was that? Oh, the um, bucket of uh, uh, pig blood? Well, it was just going to be a bucket hanging over the stage. <laughs> we weren't going to actually fill it with pig's blood, but we wanted the illusion. I mean, you should put it in there just in case, right? Making fun of your yes. gag. That's true. That's I true. Suppose. I went and saw uh, Dan Soder last night at the comedy club. He was very good. He was very good. Dan Soder. Hello, Carl. Vic from Belfast here. Excuse my voice, I got a bit of a cold. It's about the controversy about your logo and the earphones, the bin, or trash cans were in. But surely the trash can would be listening, not speaking. If you had a microphone in front of the trash can, that would be a better logo. Otherwise, you're the bin. Okay? Give them regards to Kendi. Tookie World Order, whatever, whatever. Thanks. Okay. Regards to Kendi, Tookie World Order. Um, sir, you're analyzing the logo a little bit too much there. It's really not mm, No, me. he's absolutely right. Oh, good point. You're, you were explaining it last episode. I think in real time you realized, oh, shit, that's right. That makes us the trash can. Uh, you, think I, you think on? I figured something out? Because I didn't. I promise you that. I'm still unaware well, of this. Well, then you're even dumber than I thought. Maybe I am, Kendi. <laughs> Maybe I'll show I... you. <laughs> yep. See, we're listening to garbage. The headphones are on yeah, the garbage. That's what we're garbage listening. We're listening. listening. We're but listening to the garbage. But sound doesn't travel into a, a headphone. Exactly. Then... You should have a microphone. Should I call my ex co host, Kevin, right now, who designed our logo and ask him <laughs> about this? I'll call him right now. That would actually be kind of funny. <laughs> I shouldn't do that sometimes. Who right. does Cobra Commander? Make him do yes. Cobra Commander. Maybe he was he did that to get over on me all along. Yeah. Wanted to make you look stupid. Oh Maybe my if God. you had one of these microphones on the headset like Kevin Brennan, then it would make more sense. I should do everything like Kevin Brennan does. You're right. yes. <laughs> it's a garbage can looking at a phone. <laughs> you know, Carl, after watching the Rangers embarrass themselves, I figured, oh, listen, to, who are these podcasts? Give myself a laugh. Yeah. And between cheese wits... And that fucking horseshit Adam Scott crap that Husey brought in, my blood pressure has gotten so high, I'm about to have a massive fucking stroke. You're killing your listeners, Carl. Fuck you. Sorry about that. Sorry about your Rangers. I had a stroke! <laughs> my, my bad. All right. Uh, BPG calling in. Hey. Birthday Lucy Typebox. Why does he know that? Because he made that pumpkin. Oh, does she know about that yet? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not announcing it now. <laughs> right. And a great job. And he turned Very it around good. real quick. 
BPG, you rule. B- Bang for this guy fucking is awesome. And happy birthday, Bill Loney. Oh, Bill Loney's birthday, too. Is he related <laughs> to William Loney by any chance? No. William Loney Esquire? No, different guy. No. Hey, Carl, I'm just watching the live stream of Point Dabble Point, episode three. And I just wanted to say, I mean, bizarrely, I think you're too humble. I That that might be insane to hear. No, that might right. be your co-host <laughs> might be cracking up when I even say that you're too humble. No, you're right. But you are. You're yep. not taking enough credit for how you've revived – Dude, you revived the career of uh, of Stuttering John. It wasn't easy. From a dead radio show, from a dead period of comedy, from... from He's almost dead. You know, <laughs> a guy that was involved in the Jay Leno show, which is a dead show, yeah. you revived his career to the point where he, he now has live dates coming up at <laughs> real of. comedy clubs. Yeah. I mean, first of all, John should be sucking your dick. And second of all, everyone else who's made money off John should be sucking your dick. You should be, there should be a giant orgy of people sucking your dick because of what, how much money you've made everyone else. My turn, my turn. (laughs) I think at the expense of you, you should be making more money. But people are, people are leeching off of you. I mean, I don't know. Call me back. This guy is on to something. We will call you back. Kindy, is that your boyfriend who called into the show? God, no. (laughs) No? He sounds like he wants to be your boyfriend. I know. (laughs) I like this guy. He's making a lot of good points. (laughs) He should be making more money. There should be a Carl tax if you talk about Suttering John that you pay directly to me. That's funny. That's not something you want to take credit for. (laughs) Yeah, good point. All right. Never mind. I got a little too excited there. Uh, a couple more real quick. Oh, we have a female listener. Now, we've been documenting the fact that there are Mexican listeners to the show. I forget how many there are. Could be three, could be five. There's a bunch. Let's put it that way. But did you guys also know that there are women listening to my show? But are there female Mexican listeners? That's a good question. That I don't know. If, if there's any female Mexican listeners out there, please let us know that you're there. Hey, Carla. This is your token female listener. <clears throat> Please don't let Husey back on your show. <laughs> Holy shit. Bye. <laughs> well, most of the voicemails are about Husey this week, apparently. But uh, I appreciate our token female listener calling in. Thank you very much. All right. One more. Prep boy Rick calling into the show. Hey, Carl. Prep boy Rick here. I've been an entire year of W-A-T-P from the first to the second Detroit live show with Drew and the mic. Drop! And the soundboard is, like, spilling into how I react in real life. Stupid fucking blabbermouth cunt! Uh, I'm a little bit concerned, but everything should be, uh, fine, right? Ah! I can't fucking take it! Uh, rip to Croge. Uh, shout out to Vinny with a Y. And you know what? Cardiff is growing on me. Call me back, prep boy Rick out. That's what happens when you potato out. <laughs> that will happen. Yes, talking in our drops is uh, Hi, Brennan. not a good idea. You're not going to make a lot of friends that way. You're not going to be popular at a party, but it's, it's a lot of fun. It's problematic. It's, it could be problematic. Yeah, it's not intentional either. We all, I think a lot of us do it. <laughs> 
but Carl, when it comes down to it, who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? You stupid fucking blabbermouth cunt! <laughs> do you have something to say over there? Uh, you look like you do. Nah, I'm good. Oh. <laughs> Ass liquor, dick face. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, bye. <laughs> Go fuck yourselves. Have a good week. Okay, folks. Guess what? This the episode's the... over. <laughs> ah, Carl, I love you. <laughs> okay, bye. Can you do that, Kendi? Can you roll I'm your eyes? What's that? I won't. I'm not going to. Kenny doesn't play along. Have you noticed that? I don't know why I keep asking her to do things. It's the answer's always no. prove anything to you. <laughs> it's always I no. I like when Cardiff does it. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. bye. That was a great episode. That was really great. Are we done here? I think we are. Bye. bye. A plane has hit Ivory Watch at Carly. Oh. <laughs> His mom. Boom. This dude is fucking corny. About you this. fucking know all about this shit. And that's the way the news goes. Wow.